This aggression will not stand, man. Welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was the Moms with a song called NJ Transit Blues. You can check them out uh, this Sunday, April 24th at the Brighton Bar in Long Branch, New Jersey. They sound nothing like my mom. Uh, it's too early. Don't. Not yet. Let's <laughs> take it easy. They're going to be with some band called I Am the Avalanche and Puddle Splasher. Starts at 6.30 and tickets are available. That's all going on courtesy of the Aftermath Collective. This is live from the dining room. My name is Jason Wallace. Over here, I'm Joe Galupo, and we are sitting here with very special guests this evening. We got Johnny Rock and Friends. Hey. Gentlemen. Gentlemen, welcome. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this for a while. I haven't seen you fucking guys in, uh, in a dog's day. Hmm. This is true. This you is some true. kind of history? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we got some history. Oh. Yeah, we were in a band together. We were in a we were in a band, and we we were a uh, we were a derailed train. We were, <laughs> we were mildly, yeah. We were on the crazy train. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. We drank the Kool Aid. You guys made it sound like like somebody spilled a drink on somebody, and you like threatened to take it outside. That's what I thought at first. Ah, just that one time. One time? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. That I can remember. Yeah. Wasted most of the time. Take this outside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit didn't get weird at all until it got too weird, <laughs> and that was always the case. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was kind of microcosmic 
Yeah. You know, it was, it was, we were all, I kind of felt like marionettes in Steven's little puppet show sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. This is like, Pyroclast, by the way. Yeah. Band. You know, Pyroclast was something we would do in, in our bass player's basement at the blessing and insistence of his father. And he'd come down and he'd dance around and you can catch him. We recorded everything from that period. Yeah. <laughs> and you can oh, catch yeah. him like responding to things. Yeah. No, I have, I have personally on my, on my, on my telephone audio device, <clears throat> like hours of missing six <laughs> sessions from when just me and Andrew, uh, Mr. Andrew Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, New Jersey, rest his soul. He's way up there in Colorado a couple hours in the past. The lucky one. The lucky um, one. But, uh, <laughs> of just me and him going up there. It, yeah. it's, it's pretty much just us, Andrew playing like flamenco guitar. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and me and, and uh, Stephen talking. Part, yeah. The part-time aliens. Yeah, yeah. I love the part-time aliens, man. Oh, yeah, that was Andrew's son of the soil phase. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, it's, there's a lot. I, there's hours of that stuff, too. We never we never did anything. We never really recorded anything. We recorded, like, a couple live things. <laughs> the thing with the brass, yeah. like, bathroom shower stall? Yeah, all phone recordings. Just all bullshit. Or his iPad. Yes, or the iPad. Mm. Oh, oh, God, that iPad has seen many a treasure. Yeah. Is that thing alive still? I don't know. I want to ask him because he, he taped a whole bunch of stuff for uh, his own podcast, and uh, I don't I don't know what happened to it. Uh, yeah, like when he left here, he made a whole to do about making sure he recorded with a bunch of people, and like we did a big jam at like, you know, we got up at some big boy hour like six a.m. to get there by like eight a.m. to do it, and it was great. And then we went on with our day, and I haven't heard about it since. Yeah, I mean, he's probably still unpacking his bags, man. Knowing him. What bags? <laughs> He's yeah. already building guitars. So. Yeah, it's wild, man. Maybe we'll get him on the phone. Living a dream. Um, but sh- shit, I mean, we started talking, and then, and then I said, "Wait, save that." I said, "Hold that thought," and then I realized I was talking to Maxwell Feinstein. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you held the thought. I don't know if you if you remember. I don't know if you guys want to. If you want to uh, introduce yourselves to the people uh, by name rather than just Johnny Rock. I mean, you could say Johnny Rock, Johnny. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm Johnny Rock, Johnny Rock, Rockasano. I'm a drummer, producer, uh, and we did a, uh, we, me, these guys right here and about uh, 17 or 18 other people, we did a uh, an all analog vinyl LP that we're plugging here today, uh, recorded on tape, mixed on tape, and uh Cut the vinyl, no ones and zeros between us and the audience. Even now, right? You guys are on telegraph cable right now, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. This only the way it should be. This can only be heard um, if you. Uh, if you, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this can only be heard through soup cans attached yeah. to twine. <laughs> if you open your medicine cabinet, you reach in the far right corner and you pull this little tab. You keep peeling it. There'll be some really ugly wallpaper behind it. And then you put your ear up against the wallpaper, and you knock, and then you find the soft spot. You punch a hole through it, <laughs> and then watch out. There's a dick coming through. <laughs> uh, I got you. Yeah. You're leaning closer. I got you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm scared now. Uh, I'm. I guess I'm Max Feinstein. You uh, guess you are. I guess so. Uh, I'm, He's never been sure. No. No, I haven't. Just yesterday, I decided I was going to call myself M. Charles Oddfellow and wear a tricone hat. You just decided, or you just decided to tell people that? 
Um, little column A, column B. Came up with it yesterday, decided to talk about it now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a musician and a producer and a songwriter, and uh, I had the privilege of working on a lot of, if not, like, everything that we're going to talk about in some capacity. Um, And I'm I'm pretty stoked to catch up about it. As am I. All right. I'm uh, Tony Caggiano, a.k.a. Tomcat Kajuju. A.k.a. Big Potato. That's that's right. I weigh as much as everybody else in the room combined. And uh, I'm a musician, and I worked on the record with Johnny and Max. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about my EP as well. Oh, yeah. What's that EP called? Starshine. Yeah, it is. It's like... That's like moon. That's like moon shadow. <laughs> Moonshine for the stars. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm Joe Galupo. I uh, I worked on the album with uh. Yeah, I'm you jo- did. I'm Joe Galupo, aka Joy Galoops, aka Guadalupe. I'm sorry. I had to I had to do your guys' bit. It's not my bit. It's not my stick. No, I'm just kidding. I I painted the album. Ooh, I'm gonna oh, bat. Right. I'm gonna backpack. Mm. You guys hear that? Can we get some reverb? <laughs> maybe a maybe a delay. It's hard. I feel like Gilbert Grape. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yo, if you guys, all right, The Walking Dead's over. If you, do you watch Fear the Walking Dead? Do you watch that show? I haven't done that, but I've been avidly following season six. Yeah. The, well, the the main character of Fear the Walking Dead is is wearing Gilbert Grape's clothes, and he looks like him. Is it's, that the, the like the heroin addict guy? Yeah, he's like one of the little rat bastard kids from uh from one of the um Harry Potter movies. Oh yeah, he is a rat bastard. And, that, and now he looks like Johnny Depp, minus the under eye shadow. Yeah. And and but he's wearing Gilbert Grape's clothes. It's fucking Shit. hilarious. Sorry to branch off into that, but I had to tell you. <laughs> oh, Jay, man. what'd you what'd you do on the album? Oh, I did nothing on the album. Um, sweet. Um, I'm gonna I'm going to be spinning it later later on. All right, well, um, thank you much. Oh, fellas. Well, maybe we should get to our first musical break. When we come back, we'll uh, start spinning some of them tracks off uh, Johnny Rock and Friends for the record. Oh, yeah. Actual record, record, record. Record. <laughs> Records. But, uh, and we're going to have to get, uh, you said you had some questions for us, Max. Yeah, um, I, I want to, I want to, like, talk about this artwork a bit more. I want to, I want to get inside your, your business about it. Yeah, even I don't oh, know what's man. going on. Like, <laughs> man, I don't even let the doctor get in my business. He doesn't let anybody into his business. No. Nope. But, um, my business. Uh, business. We should, um, we should plug, we should plug this, the show right here. Yeah. We should pull it up, right? It's right in front of you. It's right in front of me? You already got it. You're the fucking man. Master producer. And guys, I'm talking to you guys too. You guys gotta come out to this. We got uh we got Brian Books coming up next. He will be playing April twenty second. Is that this Friday? That is this Friday. Damn. At the Indigo Art Studio in Westfield on one oh two Elm Street. Um, tickets are available at eventbrett.com. He'll be playing with Emperor X, Gabriella, Arrows and Her, Man Dancing and Wheel and Frame. That's at 6 p.m., $12. Um, space is limited, so get there early. But this is Brian Books. It's his, it's his first show back in like a year, and the fucking guy's a master magician. Uh, this is something off his album, Dos Albames Cortes. It's called Into the Shelter. <laughs> 
Together we get you a new shelter And I give you my head and my heart and my soul Come on down, feel the chilling of the winter
You're checking out live from the dining room. That was the World Concave with a song called Out of Phase. Joe, you have some information on that? I'm trying to do the fucking horn sound. Yes, Jay, I do. Uh, the UK's very own Engineer Records is dropping a compilation. Oh. <laughs> said compilation, dude. Dropping a... <laughs> a fail. Dropping a compilation April 29th. Um, with a bunch of... Bunch of hometown legends. I'm gonna call them legends. Just blast them into infinity. Oh, are you on there? What? Are you on there? Yeah, I'm on there. Okay. Uh, but... Our very our very own Brian Rothenbeck. And the Wealth Concave. Control. T-Gun. Jefferson. They're all on there. And a bunch of other awesome people. That's Lamp Light the Fire 2, a compilation of quieter songs. And it's true. It's true. They're they're a little quieter. Um, it's going to be quiet. I mean... You're right, it is quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Thanks, guys. And, uh, and before that, who do we have, Jason? I can't fucking read that song title. I can't read. It's too far up. Lift your head up. I can't read that song title. I never oh, we had new music by Goodbye Tiger with Santayana. You it? couldn't read that? Uh, I, was, I was trying What's to sound it out. Are you culturally challenged? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very cult- cultural. Um, that was just released, looks like, I don't know, like May or seven hours ago. Oh, was it? No, April 14th. My oh. bad. I thought today was the 14th. What, where, where are you? Where are you living? Are you, you're on Maxwell time? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but maybe. Is that a yeah. positive or negative? It's like Miller time. It's um, it's the moment where uh, you're expecting a call that you have to answer, but is never important. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fair. You would. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, an unfortunate paranoia. And... You know what's fucked up? It's like if John Lennon said exactly what you just said, everybody would be like, whoa. But like since your voice is like a little higher, it was just like, yeah. <laughs> like he changes the world. How come Morgan Freeman can say that he just took a shit and everybody's just like, that's so fucking deep. Is this guy Jesus? Pretty much. I mean, hey man, a baritone will convince you of anything. Yeah. Right? It's like, like the British voice that John was going to use reading from his notes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It's a horrible British accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not good. That it's sounded the, Austrian. It's, it's the cartoon Liverpudding. For the record, if Morgan Freeman shat, I wouldn't care. Before that, we had books with a song called Into the Shelter. Nice segue. Good, um, again, he's going to be playing this Friday, the yeah. 22nd, Let's over see. at... I'm just going up and down. Indigo Art Studio mm. in uh, Westfield. Yes. And Burr X Man Dancing, that- Gabriella Books. Wheel Arrows frame. in her, yeah. and wheel of frame. Yeah. I'm actually playing bass for Morgan Freeman shit tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, Jay, that was a good segue because Brian, his books, um, is not a person that listens to tone and more or less the message. <sighs> Why do you have to do that? Because the people love it, Jason. Oh, fellas, they f-ing love it. That's how you f-ing do it. I feel the back of the head. All right. Uh, <laughs> getting a little too soundboard happy. Yeah. All right. So we'll bring it back to reality. And um, 
So, what do we, guys, what do we want to do here? What do we want to do? What do we want to do here? <laughs> well, we want to do, we want to talk about a record. Want to talk about this record? Yeah, uh, what, a, a world, I want to talk about a world it. record or your record? This record. Okay, we'll talk. It might set a world record. The world one record one day. Uh, one day. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, yeah, this was. Uh, well, this started as like. Uh, this record started as sort of a technical exercise, I guess, uh, like a, a nerd exercise. I wanted to do like the all analog thing, and uh, it's a very expensive process. So I'm like, uh, all right, well. What, what, how can I justify this expense? No one wants to hear like just me or uh, you know just my band. So I was like, so I tried to think at a higher level. I was like, oh, what if I got like all my friends that have never been on like analog tape or never and or never been on vinyl? If I got them all like in one place and have like this huge shared colossal collaborative experience, and uh, yeah, it ended up being really cool. I wanted to uh, I wanted to spin this first track. Uh, it's the lead track on the thing. It's uh, it's a tune called Hourglass of Red uh, by our our old bandmate Andrew Reynolds, and uh, it's me, Max, and uh, Andrew playing on that one. Do I have to like flip a switch over here? Um, or you got yeah, a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do, you, do you have any more background? Uh, does Max, you want to say? You want to say something? Yeah. About? Well, you played you play uh, rhythm bass and lead bass on this song. Or do we want to hear it first rhythm and then do bass. we want to hear it? Yeah. Side bass. Side bass. <laughs> Let's listen to it first and then you can, you can get your inner landing on. Awesome. Front bass. Could you ever stand straight on your own without a crutch? Could you ever hear the words in your ears, in your heart without translation? Remember when disaster struck The lightning came So Baby. 
Yes, we're back in. I, you, you told me that off air, and I told you on air. We are back in. Uh, what where were we? What? <laughs> tell me about the music we were listening. I'm fucking flustered. Bear with me. I'm, I'm multitasking. Say, so you gotta stop uh, Rubik's cubing and tindering while we're while we're on air. Well, at the same time, yeah. <laughs> crazy swipe left swipe right he gets mm. really confused he just has to swipe up swipe Sorry. red swipe blue yeah yeah it's like it's almost like the ruby's cube is like the analog version of tinder <laughs> right <laughs> at the end you can't have sex with a fucking <laughs> rock <laughs> don't roll it out man <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Rock. <laughs> that was um, yeah. That, so that, that first one was "Hourglass of Red" by Andrew Reynolds. Uh, me, Max, and Andrew played on that that tune. Uh, and that second one was uh, it's called "Just a Note." That was uh, the awesomely talented and missing in action for like six months now, <laughs> David Marcus um, and uh, Rob Ferrer from Deadfish Handshake. They co-wrote that one, and uh, me and Tony were the rhythm section on that one. Boom. 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 Matt's, uh, the boom what, section. What, what do you remember most about Hourglass? Uh, I remember playing it with Andrew for a year before we decided to use it for anything. Yeah, yeah I cherry-picked that one for the album, that one and uh, the other one that he wrote. Weasel. Yeah. And he then was I like, what's yeah. in this Hourglass? Molasses is taking forever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. That's your voice in my head. <laughs> when I think about you, um, good to know. Good to know. All uh, it's, it's very endearing in my mind. <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember like play literally like like you said about playing in basements or like playing just just with the iPad. He and I would do that in parks yes. with that song. We would mm-hmm. like play in parks in Hoboken. Like sometimes the parks uptown, sometimes the parks downtown. Like, before we had the studio or anything, really. We were just sort of men about town. No, men about parks, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Really hot on the park scene. Oh, dude, we were just... That was was about the only place we could get away with that, man. Like, what do you do, man, in the summer? You You see saw and you play music. Exactly. (laughs) Dude, the safety surface now. The safety surface. I would have killed to have trampoline floors, like, everywhere when I was a kid, man. I love oh, that's that. a thing now, though. I've been dying to go. Oh, yeah, that's like a mandate now. Yeah. That's like if you don't have that, you'll get, like, sued now. Yeah. Thing. Back Versus in the 90s when, like, backyard trampolines were really starting to become a thing, you'd get, you, well, I never happened to me, but fucking my, everyone here was, like, threatening me with, with getting sued if they ever got hurt in my trampoline. Oh, um, God. We're not, not, not necessarily friends, we'll but you from- friends' parents. Oh, yeah, um, no, threats, threats. They're threatening a nine-year-old. Mine never been a trampoline I can't destroy, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've, I've broken many a bones on trampolines. To be fair, we, like, attempted ladder matches on trampolines. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried to put a trampoline in a swimming pool and, like, see if I could still jump on it. Oh, we did the next <laughs> best Like, thing. underwater. We put the trampoline up to the swimming pool. Yeah. And uh, it got really wet. I was always afraid of slipping hazards and smashing your jaw on the side of a pool. But nah, it never yeah. happened. Fingers yeah. crossed. You guys are bad. You guys are trampoline... Uh, Fucking kings. Apparently. Apparently. I don't know what kind of trampoline he's talking about. The one I had was, like, super tiny. Like, oh, you had, like, an exercise one. Oh, yeah. Like, it, well, I don't even know if it was that. It was, like, a kid's version of one. Oh. It was, like, you know, kind of, like, a hula hoop size. Ah. Uh. Maybe a little wider. And, and I, I'm sure you're talking about one of the awesome ones. Yeah, 60-foot diameter. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Damn it. That up. That's gigantic. We had a tent on it Bottom for a out. while. That was gross. Andy, Andy banged a bunch of his fat girlfriends on it. <laughs> Fuck! 
Um, no, man, but, that sounds fun. But, um, <laughs> fucking <laughs> sex on a trampoline sounds amazing. Why didn't I think of that? Jesus. So, was that Revenge of the Nerds? No, that was a moon war. For the record. <laughs> moon house. <laughs> bounce house. <laughs> Quit spooning in the bouncing house here. The, the record's pretty much a collaboration of just yeah. the, you, you got in touch with a bunch of people and you're like, yeah. You're like, find other people in this feed, make some songs, come at me in like six months, we're gonna record <laughs> it them. Was, it was such a, it's such a wide variety of uh, different musicians and it's like, I mean, every, you know, people that had never written songs before and I grouped them with people who uh, were like seasoned vets and, um, uh, yeah, just uh, got to work with like uh, some of my first musical mentors. Actually, the uh, amazing friends. The ama- yeah, the amazingly talented uh, Jonathan Bross was at the helm for uh, a good chunk of this, um, and um, he's my co-producer. Is he the flu- the flutist? No, that was uh, I was gonna I'll talk about him. That's that's Paul Larson. That was uh, that, that guy's literally my first musical mentor. Like, if if anybody's to blame for me being the way I am with you know recording and production and. Uh, Music in general, it's is that guy. Is he the man that I painted falling off the front of the boat, and then you later on you were like, hey. if he's carrying a flute, then yeah, yeah. you were like, hey, <laughs> yeah, because later on you were like, hey, that works out perfectly. We have a flute player. And he's carrying there a pepperoni. He, is. <laughs> <laughs> he took one thing with him, the pepperoni, <laughs> when he went overboard. The hormel yeah. comes with me. Uh, it's great. Yeah. And then, uh, well, yeah, one of those guys said, uh, well, uh, Tony, you hadn't done, like, a, a, a hell of a lot of recording before before we did your song, right? Not pretty much nothing. Yeah, because we did two songs with you. We did the one, uh, that last one that we played, Just the Note, uh, which you did Just Bass on. And then uh, and then we did uh, that your song, Voices from Heaven, uh, which was, that was awesome. But what about Just the Note? Like, uh, what do you remember about, about that? Um... It was my first experience getting in a room with a bunch of guys who were legit seasoned vet, touring guys, guys who've been done that, been there and done that too. And um, it was, you know, a little bit intimidating, and because uh, I'm kind of like, you know, the lowly cover guy. Like I'm out there playing brown eyed girl yeah. for four people. Well, you got me in the cover night. scene. You got me in the cover scene pretty. Uh, well, pretty, yeah, pretty the, much. I, I dragged Johnny out to play with yeah. me. Yeah. Well, you got a bunch of guys together that played music and then we're like hey I'm gonna try to pursue in maybe doing some studio stuff and maybe doing some you know, like paid musician things because hell I play this instrument pretty damn well yeah that's me now I do everything for money yeah and then you're like let's make a bunch <laughs> of you know let's throw all of our our forgotten original songs onto this uh, onto this piece of um, you know now that you mention vinyl. it that was basically how I approached this album yeah. with my contributions <laughs> <laughs> Max, you've you've been uh, you and John have been uh, doing some stuff on the road. You want to talk about that? Oh yeah, um, Johnny came out with me as a touring member. Congratulations! Of, of the, <laughs> <laughs> I am getting married in September. You know, <laughs> that's, that's a cheer. I am getting married eventually. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Uh. <laughs> all right, all right, everybody, relax. <laughs> Talk to the studio audience. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, about a year ago, I linked up with a group called the Devil Nellies through uh, Devil with a Y, Nelly with a Y. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> with a uh, with a um, you know, through through one of my old mentors, uh, Rich Ferritin, and. Uh, in that place, I managed to drag Johnny to go out on tour. We played the NASCAR circuit for a little while. 
And then we kind of wow. toured through like Virginia and. Oh uh, uh, man, you ever you ever had like like four dudes with beards and like three teeth each, like like grinding in the front of the stage? Yeah, <laughs> they were totally, out there. That totally happened to us. They're out there. They vote. <laughs> The NASCAR stage is, <laughs> is a particularly interesting cross-section of the people of the world. Uh, they, they, as America's they like pastime. Us. All right, yeah. I mean, and look, at, look at the people who are running. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Beltway in crowd, man. And, and it's like the, the thing I haven't mentioned about this band is it's like a funk band, and I kept trying to bring, like, pyroclast-type things to NASCAR in certain ways. Yeah. Like actually, a couple of one one of the you're like guys, guys, right here, right here, right here, right after the bridge. Let's make a right turn. And it was yeah. like, whoa, dude, left turns only. That was profound. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Fuck, I hate myself so much. Yeah. <laughs> So after that, we like went to Nashville for a while, recorded at the Blackbird Academy, which is like this. Well, with the Blackbird Academy, we're in Blackbird Studios. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's not like you know Blackbird School for Gifted Youngsters or something yeah. like. No superpowers, <laughs> like, but lots of really cool gear and expensive oh, toys. Yeah. And we've been hard at work on an album called uh, "Delicious Business for the Devil Nellies," and. It's the privilege of being the second uh, hand-drawn artwork that uh, I've been, you know, on an album that I've been a part of uh, in the, like basically the span of a year. Uh, that should be coming out in July, and uh, well, I'm going out on the road for that in August, um, and uh, tour dates to come when we're uh, finished planning that out. Wonderful. So, so what you're saying in a nutshell is that. The um, the apex of your musical career has been on uh, being in, on albums that have been hand drawn. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I it, feel you, man. I really. There's feel something you. really special about it when you get somebody who's just drawing, and and you really feel like they understand the concept you're going for without you having to explain too much. Yes. You know, like they they get in on the continuity of it. They sort of create their own little section of your world for you. Yeah. It's I know. A, I know you would appreciate that. You're an artist on many levels, not just in music, but uh, you can you can be walking, walking a dog down the street and and find a way to at least recognize the art in it or recognize the art in the homeless man that you pass that just shit everywhere. Oh yeah, you, right you, in front of me. You find art in everything. It's pretty fantastic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You're so nice. I didn't know you cared. <laughs> No, that's a that's really from from somebody who who seems to come by it as naturally as you do. It's I'm grateful. Well, uh, I mean, all you weirdos rubbed off on me for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Uh, well, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> oh, to be fair, it was really at that time yeah. it was really tough to be friends with him. He was transitioning. I was like, you motherfucker, you suck now. Oh, it's tough to be in a band with him too. He was lie. just he was just full of opinions. <laughs> 
We used to, we used to just I mean we we would <laughs> shut up oh god dude we, we used to we used to, we used to oh. when we would jam like I, I I vividly remember like at certain points like just uh, where we would you know just go totally off the rails just like every guy like firing on all cylinders in a five piece band and like you'd just be like screaming at the top of your lungs and that would like amp me up so much I'd be just doing like ridiculous blast beats that had no business right. being in right. a fuck song and then we listen song. back to it and we're like what the hell is he doing this yeah. is horrible and go back to listen to it the next day I was like oh man. Come on. Oh, yeah, that was like every Saturday morning I'd be working at that water music and get those texts from me like, we did this last night, and it was nuts. This could use tuning up. What the hell happened here? Yeah. I don't know. Um, there wasn't, I don't think, I don't think there was a, it was the mic, it had to be the microphones. They weren't good enough. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, yeah. it's not It's not because we were just um, it was a comparative. too out of our minds at the moment. Probably, yeah. Like, I, I think. Definitely, I think actually, <laughs> we were working some things out. No, yeah, we that, were all working. It's just that our energy level the night before, as opposed to the, the morning after. You need hindsight to really enjoy things like that. <laughs> oh yeah, sometimes you do. Yeah. A lot, a lot of it. Oh yeah, I've come to appreciate you. Uh, uh, yeah, your your stuff, and uh, I mean a lot of what you're doing now. I, I you're, uh, you are a hell of a wordsmith, my friend. Uh, I have another word for it. I'm like. <laughs> What's that? No, nothing. Oh. <laughs> Refuting. He, he took shots of me earlier today, so I'm getting shots back. Oh, those weren't shots. Shots. So we have a live-action feud? Yeah. Oh, shots. Who brought the JMO? Uh, I was going to ask you guys that. There's no JMO? Oh, shit. Oh, fail on my part. We're going to have to run to the store. We should um, we should play one of Tony's jams. Oh, yes, we should. Yeah, we should. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to start with, Cash? I guess you can take it from the tippy. Tony, are you, the, are you the one that's on the back of the Kraken? On the on, on the back of the, I'm sorry, not the Kraken, the uh, the giant uh, media, the media serpent, media serpent with the sword. Is that you? Is there? I would like to think so. I think. Yeah, this <clears throat> that guy right there with the uh, with the blade. Yeah. Oh, that's I never noticed him before is, now. Yeah, I think that is Tony. Okay. Yeah, smash. Joe would though. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> more, more you gave me a lot of notes, man. You were like, "Then we got the big guy." Yeah, I made you paint a weasel at the last minute too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna walk out of there without you putting the on weasel the on the back of a thing. dolphin's tail. Yeah, <laughs> it was drowning, just and like a, in the song. And a cat uh, flying a flying the plane. Yeah, it's my cat Ringo <laughs> flying the plane. There's a lot of. <laughs> I love this. A lot gets I did, lost. I did not specify that he had to be flying a plane. I, I think, or maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> That yeah. was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun going over. If anything's gonna fly the plane, it shouldn't yeah. be the cat. Cats don't give a fuck. No, they don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> Is this the song we? Ooh, all right. <laughs> uh, you were there for me. Starshine. Yeah. Awesome. It's the motherfucking starshine. I'm obsessed with everything star. Same. I was uh, I was listening to Willie Nelson's Stardust's entire album of standards this weekend at my cabin on vinyl. Nice. Uh, my cabin. Um. Uh, gold Dust. Well, that's he's not star. He's not a star at all. But uh, Gold Dust is the same thing. That's my that's my branch off from Star Dust. To fuck me, Star Shine. <laughs> <laughs> what's the other? What's the other one's name? What's uh, Gold Dust brother? What's his name? Cody Rhodes. Yeah. What's his name? Stardust? Stardust. His name's Stardust. Yes. Yeah. I love all those things. Especially uh, when there's paint involved. Stars and dust and things like Dude, it. Dude, I got your stars! Sorry, I'm ruining all this. That's fine, you're doing great. You guys came in here as big shots. You're, you're doing you're great. Leaving, you're going <laughs> to leave as stars. <laughs> Motherfucking stars. Actually, most people who come in here, they leave They leave pretty famous. I'm not going to lie. 
It's true. I was here for it's, a reason. It's true. It really, it really is true. You, that's because you're a star child. Oh, yes. All right. Um, well, rock star. Enough me. Enough of me making it, <laughs> making it lame. I'm a black star. Well, I don't see color. All right, we got a. Smell it. We got a song called "You Were There for Me," off the album "Starshine" by Tony Caggiano.
smoke cigarettes.
Welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was Full Bliss with a song called The Tide. Yep. I was double checking myself. Um, <laughs> Joe, what do they got coming up? Uh, they got a show at uh, Tumulty's Pub Saturday, this Saturday, the 20... What the... 23rd. 23rd. Um, at Tumulty's Pub, and that's not in New Brunswick. That's wrong. No, it's right. That's <laughs> right. What, dude? Dude, it's full bliss. I'm still feeling it. I'm not thinking right. I hear you. You know, it's like I just got done having some having some sex or something. That makes no sense. You're always flustered, right? You well, you wouldn't know. <laughs> what was this point? <laughs> <laughs> full uh, bliss. Will be playing with Delcy Rothenbeck and Kaylee Rocker. That's starting at nine. Free show. Glad I'm assuming twenty one plus. Glad somebody's driving shit, Tony. <laughs> Who do we have before that? Uh, we had Vows with uh, Born a Wolf off their album Winter's Grave, which just turned five years old. And um, I hope you guys are doing well. Seriously. Seriously, guys. Jay, I'm too weird right now. You gotta, you gotta help me. Max, out-weird me. Make uh, me seem less weird. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they, they can't see you. <laughs> and before that was the hunky newcomers with Let's Smoke Cigarettes um, off Very the album cool. Hard Dude Stuff. I liked that. Yeah. That, all their songs are like that. There's one called 
song called uh, We're Having Sex, and it's the same thing. <laughs> like, it reminded me of, like, the old Tromaville Lloyd Kaufman soundtracks, like, like the Killer Barbies and stuff like that, the Loose Nuts, like, old stuff that I would find on Napster when I was first learning how to play guitar. Like, this sort of, like, punk background that <laughs> existed entirely on my computer and never on my guitar. <laughs> No, it, it, it's definitely a background. They're out of Lansing, Michigan. Those dudes. They're awesome. Those GTG fellers. Yeah. And, and um, uh, before that, our very own Tony sitting in the room. With yeah. a song called, You Were There For Me, Starshine. I don't know how to ever fucking read the song titles with the parentheses. I just don't know, like, do I say it? Do I not? <laughs> I was too scared to tell Johnny I wanted to change it at the 12th hour, so I was like, you just put it in parentheses. <laughs> Parenthesize it, man. Yeah, I would I would have hurt you. We are here with Johnny Rock and Friends, and, and joining the dining room, photographer Tiffany Harned. Hello. Welcome aboard. Thank you. It's it's Harned. I just asked her. <laughs> you should know that. You guys were neighbors. I did. For years. The yeah. first thing she asked when she got here is if the neighbor still has a pool. <laughs> but that's a great. I don't think we. I don't think we ever actually like knew each other's names. Oh, um, <laughs> Your first name, first name maybe. Yeah. Passing and definitely no last name. God me. You're like the neighbors are mooning us again. <laughs> this is true. This is all true stories. Yes. Um, and well, I was saying, you know, speaking of uh, people coming into the dining room and then instantly getting famous. We just have famous people coming into the dining room now. That's true. Um, you were just you were just over in town stopping by because you're like professional photographer, crazy, crazy wild stuff. And you don't use gasoline on the steel wool. No. I'm just shooting off here. Um, <laughs> tell the people because I've, I've said things, but all my information is <laughs> wrong. Um, basically, you can go on YouTube and look up how to do steel wool photography. But basically, it's just taking a steel wool pad that you get at like Home Depot or Walmart, either three or four zero grade. And may I add, do not try this at home. Don't burn your house down, please. Um, but you take the steel wool and you fluff it up and you put it in an uh, like a wire whisk that you beat eggs with. Okay. And then you attach it to like a dog leash and you use either a nine volt battery and just touch it to the steel wool and it starts a fire or you can use a lighter. And once you create motion with it, it just creates giant sparkler. It's a waste of steps. Now, <laughs> now um, was there other people that have like? It, you seem to be like a pioneer of this. No, of this there's a lot of work. other people. Is there? Because um, I've never seen it until. Oh, well, yes, here's the book. And we're also looking at. And you were speaking nice. about weird before. Um, there's actually a six-page article on my travels and my work in this, the new issue forty-six of Weird New Jersey. Yes. Damn. We've never been published. Max, you've been in Weird New Jersey before, right? Oh, they named it after me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. Uh, it's just I'm still trying to get over the fact that. Um, I mean, my friends told me about your your Instagram. They were following you, so I started following you, and then I started seeing you um, at like events, events and whatnot. And <laughs> you, because you've been out of out of town for a while, just taking these awesome pictures. I left New Jersey in two thousand and two, moved to California, and was working for music acts and um, concerts and. 
what is it called? Uh, music magazines? Just anywhere you can make a lot of fire. Uh, actually, I didn't th start the fire until last year. Uh, last year, I met a guy named Chris Marshall on Instagram, and we went out shooting abandoned buildings, and eventually he told me about the steel wool stuff, and when I left for my three-month journey around the country with a, cat, a car and a camera... Um, I left looking for a new place to call home because New Jersey's freaking expensive. Sure is. And uh, instead I picked my camera up and just started taking crazy pictures and came back three months later and ended up self-publishing a book called A Way to Awaken and it could be bought on my website which is www.tiffanyharned.com which is T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-H-A-R-N-E-D.com. Yeah, no, it's a wonderful book. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of pictures of abandoned buildings and uh, and really, really cool. Um, My cat even has two pages. Your cat has pages? Yes. We have some of your cat's stickers on the wall <laughs> for your cat's Instagram page. Yeah, my cat has two full pages. She walks on a leash and... Um, She's pretty epic. That's pretty cool. Nice. That is pretty epic. Little winter kitten thirteen. And then, and then you have all the uh, the wool the wool spinning pictures, which are just a, a sensory overload. Thank it's, you. I I love the um, the open exposure pictures. Like we used to do weird stuff with it, but nothing like that. I never even thought of creating ghosts and uh, now playing with fire. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I always felt like open exposures were like welcoming like ghosts into my life <laughs> I'll never and look at steel wool the same way again. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, either. it's incredible you should go to Costco too since you go through a lot of it you should remember <laughs> it's only three dollars a bag oh, that's it <laughs> not bad man where is this uh, that is the gingerbread house up in northern Jersey is that the red and the yellow brick road uh, yes it is they also used to have the big shoe. Um, Humpty Dumpty sits on a wall there. Uh, I was not able to get inside because there were video cameras and security guards. Um, but to the right over there, there's actually this gigantic, creepy uh, old mill. And it's abandoned also, but it's a little scary. It's, it's incredibly scary. It's I really think I've... Read about it. It's not. Is it? It's not active, right? Uh, no. But it was on the cover of Weird New Jersey That's a couple what, issues back. Yeah. Who's the Horned Man? With um, the, his with name the is Jason Johnson. Um, he is a musician and an artist, and he is the piercer over at Pogue Mahone Tattoo in Red Bank. Um, he's more been more or less my muse, and I love photographing him. Yeah, it seems, looking at all these pictures and, and all this stuff and all these people, it seems like you're pretty addictive to awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And I congratulate you, and I, and I yes, keep doing that. <laughs> Thank it's cool you. that you're from right over here. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I grew up right next door to here, and when uh, I asked where you guys are recording from, uh, it was quite a shock when I was sent a screenshot of Google Maps with my old house right next door. <laughs> There's like, here's your car. <laughs> It was a Ford. It was a Ford Contour. It was shocking to me when I put two and two together too. Because <laughs> yeah, you've never done math ever. Not once. Fucking witch science. I don't buy it. <laughs> oh man. What do we got in the background? Oh, it's my favorite jam. Max, this one's for you. I put this on here for you. It's the music from Toe Jam and Earl. It's something that sounds like. You know, that's actually exactly where I've been at lately. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but um, yeah, sweet. Here, give give a give Tiffany the album art, but I want her to see. I want oh, her to yeah. see my art. Just, just pat me on the back with it on your way over. There. Oh, while we're <laughs> while we're being all self congratulatory, let me let me find that other artwork I was telling you about. I'd like to see that. You should um you should post it to the uh, Laughter Dining Room Facebook page. So. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how self-congratulatory we were being. I just got reminded of mooning my neighbor at the age of nine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> On a trampoline. <laughs> On a trampoline. Well, that's well, we my, were just my talking mo- about My mother trampoline. reminded me this when I told her where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I was a talented kid. <laughs> I think they were having a party where they were all jamming out with guitars and drums mm. and harmonicas in the backyard, and you guys were jumping on the trampoline and decided that you were going to moon them. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm I'm positive it happened, but what what else do you do, man? You're a kid living in the suburbs. You're a dude living in the suburbs, little dude. You moon people. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. That's I can't even say if it was me for sure or, or one of the friends growing up, but I remember it happening. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. So. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets my witnesses, <laughs> it could have been any of you. No, they would know if it was mine. What type of medium did you use to actually make this album cover? It's Um, really rad. That, I used a bunch of things. Um, The original version of that is like four times bigger. It's it's like a... Because this is the front and the back on each side. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's like 18 by 36. It looks like a giant like dragon. It's on a wall in my office. Yeah, is that like <laughs> in a our fiddle or a stand-up bass? And yeah, that's Max sitting on a um, oh, that is me on a cello. <laughs> yeah, that that's um, it. Yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I, I had my I had my my suspicions. So You're playing weird. the guitar upside down now. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Uh, Johnny pretty much was just like, "Hey, do something crazy. Maybe do like a like ocean shipwreck type thing." And I was just like, "And I was like, all right, how about a." Uh, because he, he did his entire album on anal- uh, analog on tape. I was like, how about the <clears throat> the media serpent, um, all the ones and zeros? He gave me a bunch of stuff to write inside of the eyeball. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's, actually, there's an actual like a song lyric that we threw in there in binary. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass. On the dragon. <laughs> I, I like this little pipe organ on the end of the ship and the Ferris yeah. wheel that's randomly... It's, it's a metronome on a ship yeah. that's carrying all the all the tapes to shore before the, one, before the giant uh, media... Serpent. Yeah. Is that a Viking think- woman up here with a bow and arrow in the crowd? Oh, that's Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Viking I, that's, woman. That is, that is the awesome Andrew Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's Dragon Slayer. <laughs> he's a great no, that's woman. a fucking easy mistake to make though. No, he's Andrew's Groom <laughs> Reynolds. Andrew's like a you know, like a like a beautiful Nordic woman. <laughs> Sure. He is kind of a beautiful Nordic woman. <laughs> I, I know I've used him as a beautiful Nordic woman. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh-huh. that took me forever. I used mainly Nordic. watercolor, uh, like chalk pastels. Uh-huh. Um, I would I take a knife and I scrape them and I use and then I dip coffee in them as watercolor. That's my favorite part of that. So yeah. co- like you, so it's all coffee. Your fuel shit. became part of the, the yeah. painting. And then like well. wine yeah. or it depends on the time of day. Coffee is just amazing in every aspect of everything. Literally. Yes. <laughs> I think the coffee is almost done and I kind of want a cup. Should we should we uh, play something off of for the record? One of the uh, MP3s? Yeah, we could totally do that. We could do yeah. that. Because I don't know about you, my hands not not so steady right now and that record player is really far away. <laughs> <laughs> Anything specific you'd like to hear? Um, well, we got Tony here. Uh you want you want to you want to talk a minute about the voice from heaven? Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, 
the way I ended up on this record was that uh, Johnny and Max came out to an open mic I was running, and uh, best they, night of my life. Yeah, it was. They just blew the place to smithereens. So we kind of forged a little relationship there. Johnny started coming out with me on some cover gigs from time to time, and uh, he invited me to come out and to contribute a song. And um, I had this one rattling around, and uh, <laughs> these guys helped me bring it to life. You know, it was just a surreal experience. Other guys, I I wasn't on this. Oh, oh. it looks like we have that's the bonus track version. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, that's the alternate mix. Where's the other one? It's the one that doesn't have drums on it. We don't want that one. Why'd you, why'd you give us bonus <laughs> tracks? I took bonus tracks, to be oh, fair. There it is, number three. <laughs> All right. I'm going to drop this into here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just being a radio professional as per usual right now. Bear with me. Yeah. You, get, you, can, uh, you can find out about this, this song and uh, a whole lot more on uh, johnnyrockrecord.com. I can't believe it's taken me an hour and 20 minutes to uh, drop the website <laughs> that I'm trying to plug. Dude, it happens, man. <laughs> and, it happens. and it's just like absolutely comprehensive. Yeah, and uh, we, also, we also have a YouTube channel where we go in depth about the making of all these songs and have artist spotlights and gear spotlights and all sorts of fun goodies. Uh, yeah, that's what I love about this album especially is the, all the people that were involved in all the... Uh, the um, documentation of what happened because that's the most important thing that gets lost oh uh, yeah i was i was uh, our youtube channel is very very immersive i was like if if i wanted to look up a youtube channel of people making like an all analog record or you know a huge massive collaboration with friends and family uh yeah that's yeah, you, what i made so you were it's, like uh, fuck the mysticism i want i want glaring blue lights i want the as honest as oh, it could possibly dude, be fuck the mysticism entirely <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man like Fuck the you, no, you, you just yet again, Joe. You hit on a critical nerve of about the last year of my life, like getting rid of the romance and like showing what it takes to actually make music and and not overblow it, and especially on a project like this that's absolutely process oriented. You know, like highlighting the process. In in some ways, it's almost more about the documents than it is the music and. In some ways, we, we don't talk about those ways when we're here to plug the music. <laughs> somebody's going to step on your back to get to the top. They might as well step on your bare back. All right. Well, Voices from Heaven? Let's do it. I lie silent Breath escapes me Dry I'm awake My star shines bright Dividing night sky Eternally with you I remain I remain Darkest morning
Really? How the fuck is that possible? We're back? No, Paranoid Intern. Welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. <laughs> I got distracted. I didn't realize where we were in this show yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. You ruined Max's bit. Oh, yeah, fuck. I was supposed to do a bit, man. I was, how am I supposed to do more right, than you at, at 9.30? Just, just put on. on the last 15 seconds of the yeah. song. hold on. Hey, that was rent control by the great American Satan, and you're here with the climax. Oh, oh. Really, dude? Really? 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 Should we do it again? Climax. <laughs> Why the fuck did you have that? Why do you have that? Oh, okay. Uh, all right, what, what should we, what's tied into one of Tony's songs, actually, oh. so it's a nice little, yeah. little setup. So, uh. the, the joke is, and before we play the song... Because you're going to hear I want you to have this in your mind while you're listening to the song. The song is called Spend Some Time. It's on Tony Cajano's uh, new EP. Uh, it's called Starshine. Tony Cajano. And uh, sort of... Right. TonyCajano.com. TonyCajano.com. Yes. And, and the joke for me is that for some reason or another, I'm not like a Carlos Santana fan, but when I'm doing lead guitar work, I kind of tend to equate to Carlos Santana in a lot of people's minds that I've shown things to. Come on. And we, my my dad had it in his mind that I should like change my last name from Weinstein because he's afraid that in that that there's anti-Semitism in our work. 
in in like you know that some anti semite's going to come music? to music. Yeah, like some some anti semite's going to come to one of my shows and pop a cap in my ass or something. Oh, oh, well, just so many better reasons to pop a cap in your ass. Oh, dude, don't I know it? <laughs> don't I know it? Like like at least get to know me, then you can shoot me. <laughs> And, and so I'm like, okay, so I'll be Max Lopez now. <laughs> and just like, we're in, we're in Nashville, Johnny and I, working on the Devil Nelly stuff. So you're going to be Max Lopez? Oh, so you only have to worry about Trump fans from here on out. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, why are you called Lopez? It's like, well, none of your damn business. That's why. And, and then from there in, in Nashville, we were joking about, like, the riffs and the licks or something. And I think I'm like, yeah, man, you know me. I'm the Climax. 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 And he snagged it from me doing that. Climax. I think that's the real one. Wow. That, that vid, that, that little clip, that soundbite's like eight months old now. Wow, the production value is incredible. I love... I commend you. That was... Um, the power of climax compels you. Climax! <laughs> Uh, the devil went down to NASCAR. Yeah, the we, devil we went you? down to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like she's been kind of a joke. Did we veer too far off? Uh, we uh, did we explain that that's a. Um, I was too busy worrying about pushing the the, yeah. the button. I forgot. So to. so I'm like thinking to myself like just the joke is like yeah I'm the climax now that's just just me that's my shock jock personality. <laughs> You know, that's like my my morning traffic jam radio persona, just and, because. And also, when you want to do Carlos Santana like guitar solos on uh, on songs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it happens, but every single time it like comes out like like Rob Thomas era Santana, and it's like kind of hilarious and kind of awesome and kind of distressing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your life. Yeah, where are you? Where are you? I, I don't know if it was Andrew or you. Where are you doing work with like Oats or Hall? Oh yeah, that's me. I I, I <laughs> fuck? was writing a, a, a little, you know, collaborating with John Oates on a song um, in our off time, which he has in none, your... and I currently have none. Wait, is that so, a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. You and Mr. Oates? It's absolutely real. You yeah. and fucking Oates? In my file, there's a picture on you Facebook know what? somewhere. Yeah, me and Dweezil Zappa and 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 Dweezil. Oh, dude! I was like, I, I TA'd for Dweezil this summer at uh, at uh, the Crown of the Continent Guitar Festival do, and Workshop. Do you play chess with like Cat Stevens in like Tibet? On, 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 like, no, Mondays? no. But I go hang gliding with Willie Nelson. Oh, he loves to get it's, high. It's funny though because yeah. uh, Daryl Hall was my softball coach. No shit. Growing up, he really, really? He's, he's a good dude. Dude, you're a liar. Last week it was Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's working. Jay's trying to get into politics. He's seeing how uh, convincing yeah, he can Hall. be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because uh, me and uh, Brian Rothenbeck, um, name dropping, mm -hmm. um, we did a we did an album um, recorded by uh, Chris Penny from Dillinger Escape Plan. But oh, yeah. the, the cover of the album was it was drawn by Johnny Sacone and name drop, and um, and it was a it was a parody of a Hall and Oates album cover. We were both just two sweaty guys, like <laughs> way, way too close for comfort. Oh god! Oh. oh man, they they to hear him talk about album covers is pretty hilarious. He's got like choice words about the one where he's in the makeup and and <laughs> well, I mean they they were a band that definitely you know MTV spectacle really did well for them. So I guess when you lean into it a little more, oh, there's the other album. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, that's the Abby, Abby Darling cover. There's no alternative cover on there. No, oh, that's bullshit. Oh, oh so remember, I have that 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 record. That's the the one that you guys put hard on the copy, final, right? Yeah, there's no hard copies. Not in this room. Not yeah. downstairs. Oh, shit, I gave them away. Who else have you got? Anybody else do awesome stuff with famous people? Only Max. <laughs> I had Julia Roberts as a camp counselor when I was like eight. <laughs> so it would have been like right. You remember that movie, The Step Nanny? <laughs> or The Stepmother? Point fact check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is all real. At least he's been telling me this story for like seven <laughs> years now. <laughs> oh, dude. That's these, as believable as Chris Oh, and Paul Christy Newman, being. right? Yeah, no, Paul Newman set up the camp. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paul Newman. I actually he just, with all the cool people. I actually just left the photography workshop with Lou Freeman, who is the first ever female photographer for Playboy magazine. Uh, she was teaching us uh, lighting techniques. <laughs> nice. She's like, you got to get the curves. Hey, and a friend of ours just did lighting for Anderson Cooper 360. Oh, yeah, we got cool people busting out that's, all over. That's almost, we that's know cool almost people like who know Playboy. cool people, too. Anderson Cooper was my baseball coach. <laughs> <laughs> How many baseball teams did you play on as a kid? <laughs> wait, wait. Was Daryl all the softball coach? None of them would have me. They who, was just... your, who was your buddy ball coach? Sorry, that was horrible. <laughs> Are you the one that threw the baseball through my front window? <laughs> <laughs> that one I won't admit to. <laughs> Too much. Actually, I'll admit to that. I was practicing softball and uh, bouncing it off the wall. <laughs> There's the softball. Mom, now you know. <laughs> um, dare we play another track off the off the vinyl? Um, uh, I would like to play one of Tony's, actually. Oh, yeah, uh, that, The one we were just talking about oh, where yes. Climax uh, Lopez here. Climax! Uh, did the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the so lead guitar. Yeah, there's a bunch of, like, Latin... This, this is supposed to be, like, uh, I think you had played this song for me. Um... Yeah, number two. You you would play <laughs> <laughs> just randomly talk about that job. <laughs> you guys can't you look would, at each um, other without busting. I man. remember you you had played this song for me, and you were this was the one where you were like, oh, I'm not really sure about this one. I got like yeah. maybe two or three others that we could do instead of this one. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, 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 we have to do this song because yeah. I. I I was hearing all of this extra, like it was just going to be like this basic little. Uh, well, what's the song about? Uh, spending some time with someone. <laughs> Yo, not no, just actually, anyone. We're not gonna go deep today. No, the okay. story. No, the stories uh, like, all go deep. Like before. The story, the story before the story. <laughs> oh, fellas. No, the story is actually uh, semi-autobiographical. It's about. Uh, it's about the Notebook. Me. It's about the Notebook. Yeah, it's definitely wispy. <laughs> wispy. Really so it sounds creepy because it's about like meeting a chick when you're like little kids, and then like. So it sounds like a dude loving a little kid. Yeah, well, you guys caught up, like, later on yes, in, in life. Yes, exactly. And, so. but, but there was, like, that childhood bond, that link Correct. and stuff uh -huh. like that. So I was like, all right, so how do we keep this thing somewhat grounded and then, you know, bring some of that, that, that childhood right, silliness into it? And yeah, exactly. uh, from there, I just got to let the song speak for itself. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. try to make it not sound like a big bopper song. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to <laughs> that. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Like, we'll be right back, and then we're gonna do some serious plugging. Everyone in this room, I'm sure, has something coming up. Yeah, we got a, we got a fucking. So hang plug. on. I need hair plugs. I'm losing it, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I trimmed a dying tree. Mm. Mm. That's sad. Mm. Mm. I, don't, I don't know my wife's name. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
so fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, needless to say that we were imbibing on some beverages at that point, probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> it went from, like, it went from a sweet childhood, like, crush to, like, now she's making you coffee. Right. Is she making you coffee on the little fake kitchen, the little plastic <laughs> kitchen? Or is she, is she an adult now? What's going on? And then you're, and then you're getting drunk at the end. It's like, wait, what's actually happening here? I'm go- <laughs> yeah. You need to fill us in. I need some fill-ins. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Where to start? Well, uh, the whole uh, crazy part at the end was, like I said, we were probably having a couple of cocktails at that point or something. And uh, <laughs> you know, Johnny's he's talking to me, but I'm hearing like the delay on his voice. But I think that's what's really happening. I'm like, why is there a delay in his voice? You know? Yeah, I had a, a mic that was left on like about ten feet away from us, and the you know it's still coming through the speakers and stuff. And you're like, it takes too expensive. Echo, yeah. So we're leaving uh, it. 
<laughs> I'm so like, dude, that's it right there. So we had to shoehorn it in there somewhere at the end. And we figured, like, with all the sexy climax Lopez or whatever it is, we might as well uh, do a couple of Olays. Obligatory Olay. I've never heard somebody sing, um, I don't know exactly what the lyrics are, I think you said, like, but then you found me on the internet or something. You sang it. It was like all the better. It was Santana as fuck. You're like, you found me on the internet. <laughs> it's like what? The you fuck? don't even listen to Santana, do you? No, <laughs> not like I mean Tito Santana, maybe. You can't. You can't like get away from from the obvious Santana staples like smooth and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Black Magic Woman, I guess, and Oye Como Va, and that's, I think that's the end of my Santana knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had so much fun with uh, all the, the little production tricks and stuff on there. There's like auto-tune kazoo and... Uh, yeah, Johnny crushed uh, the auto-tune Seven days of kazoo. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, me, that's me on auto-tune kazoo. That's one of my finer credits. It's really unbelievable. And... Uh, <laughs> That was a total accident. I just wanted to see if I could put the thing in tune, and I accidentally put it on stun, and I was like, oh, wow, it sounds like a saxophone. Let's just leave it. Um, and then we stuck the um, stuck that speaker in the hallway and reamped the vocals to get that like that hallway echo at Soundmore Studios. And you just What's up, Laz? Hope you're listening. Chris, hey, love you guys. Hey, Laz. Uh, something to be said about um, doing everything analog or onto tape. You want to get that sound like, as crisp and perfect as possible. Before, yeah, well, his stuff was all uh, at our place at the... Uh, at the business factory? The business factory. Some serious business. Is that uh, in uh, Hoboken? That's mm-hmm. in Hoboken, yes. Nice. Reach out to any one of our yes. Facebook Maybe. pages and we'll hook you up. We'll sorry about that. get you a nice low rate. Or you can very <laughs> much. record you. You can make something sound like a car with a door stop. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We, we have, car sound. We, have, we, uh, we take our business very seriously and not so seriously. Oh, yeah. Time. No, we like to have a good time, but we like to give people a product that they can enjoy themselves because by the end of making music you usually hate what you've been putting your effort into so <laughs> if we can if we can get through the day without making the client hate themselves i'm proud yeah but i that's and that's uh it to tie it in with all this stuff too i mean uh, i learned a lot of that from my buddy jonathan at uh at uh, Sound Over Sound Studios, where we did all that analog stuff, uh, and that's uh, that's a heck of a thing to do. Like, put yourself in a mindset where you need to, um, you know, especially now because you can put all these crazy effects on everything later or fix something later. You have to do all that right, pretty much like right at the start. Like we, you know, we'd spend like three days getting like just the drum sound or uh, uh, you know trying four different mics on a person's voice because we were like, let's we, let's just do it right now, and then we get to the mix. It's like you don't have to. Exactly. Fix all that crazy stuff, and it's a lot of, a lot of commitment early on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and so we, yeah, we learned a lot of that. That kind of uh, you know just in, and, but while you're doing all that, while you're trying to get an amazing sound, you know, just let the artist feel like they're completely at home, they're completely comfortable, and uh, that is a service that we like to provide. Just get and to- right. Tony is one of our, our very happy. Uh, well, I was going to say I'm a first, very happy, uh, satisfied customer, but yeah. unfortunately, to quote Max Feinstein, it's. Too late, I already hate myself, so. <laughs> the, album, the, the EP sounds great, but I'm, I'm still lacking the self-esteem. Uh, <laughs> man. Yeah, as my, as my, my good friend um, Steve Kelly says all the time, he says, it, you, you must embrace letting your songs go. Because mm-hmm. when you record them, you're just abandoning them. Yeah. It's like, you got to just abandon them and just forget it, because... You're gonna hate it tomorrow, and you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna love it a week later. And oh yeah, and we did live stuff on on, on the record too. There's um, oh, there's God. three songs that were done uh, completely live. At least one of them involving Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Andrew's a live guy. 
He is. He's lightning in a bottle. He you is. You gotta get it. You gotta get it. Get it on take one or two, or you ain't gonna get it. Going back, to what, going back to what you just said about the Steve Kelly quote, I heard something today that I, I live by mottos, and I heard uh, <coughs> I heard one today that I, as far as being creative, dare to suck. Oh yeah, um, that is fucking brilliant. Um, our, you know, Louis C.K. He was my kazoo oh, yeah. coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, heard, I heard him say that earlier today. Are you gonna play kazoo for us later? Uh, I yeah. left my kazoo at the studio, unfortunately. <laughs> Mayor McGreevy's borrowing it. I only came over here to hear you play kazoo. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta take a ride then. Um, if you're uh, just tuning in, we're sitting here with uh, John Roccasano, Max Max Feinstein, and Tony Gaggiano. We also have Tiffany Harnett in the back here. Um, you guys came in here to discuss your album For the Record, which is an analog album. Um, pretty much, it just it's not seen too much outside of Outside of certain little niche areas, and it's usually super fucking expensive. I'm sure you spent an arm and a leg on it, John. Hey man, when you got yeah. a niche, scratch it. I did. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, money well spent. It actually um, that was part of the, the the sort of mental process of it too. Was thinking this this might for the for the price that I'm put I'm putting down on this for you know the um, being able to do this for all my friends too. Uh, I mean, everybody seemed like they were like like genuinely like thankful. Uh, to have that experience, which was really awesome to hear, uh, and um, I was like, "This might be the last time that I do this because I'm now, I'm, you know, I'm getting, getting, you know, I'm adulting a lot, broke. a lot more, and uh, yeah, getting broke, mm. and uh, you know, so, uh, but trying, trying to still do what I love and make money at it. But so this was like, you know, wow, if, I, if I'm gonna go out, I'm, you know, <laughs> doing a crazy, mad, long project like this uh, it took about two and a half years to make, you know. It's, it's a weird. Uh, it's a weird thing. I'm gonna do it right. <laughs> he died whittling his boat. It made How me think of something die? because a lot. Of, mm-hmm. I mean, making money at it is, is a weird thing. Um, I don't know what the the best mindset is for that because I I I have a job so I get paid to do this. Yeah, I did that for a long time. It, I did that for I worked I worked uh, you know in a suit and tie job for like uh, 14 years. Well, we we didn't have to wear ties after a few years, but right. you know it's I would I did, but it was so nice to just not have to worry about. You hate like, that shit. Oh, am I gonna? You know, do I have to pick certain projects I don't want to do right. because now, now? Yeah, and now I have to kind of be a, a little you know less picky There's, about what what I do. No offense to anybody I've worked with. Uh, if you're out there in Radio Land, you have to have a seventy. Uh, <laughs> you have to have a seventy thirty balance on your passion and, and what. Brings oh yeah, in. yeah. Right. Way but, too many people have a fifty fifty or even worse. Yeah. Uh, the the shittier end of that balance, but a seventy thirty is a healthy one, and that's yes. I'm talking anything less than that, you can easily become a yeah, like a and you know most serial killer, and I oh, <laughs> and yeah. I think at least at least seventy percent, probably probably even more than that of, of what I do is stuff that is genuinely enjoyable, you know, or even if it's like all right, maybe it's not a good day, like I still if, I feel like I'm learning something, like I, I always try to humble myself, I never try to think like oh yeah, I know what I'm doing, I'm the producer, and you know. It's like, no way. There's there's always something you can learn, even from people that maybe you're you're not. You know, you learn how to deal with people that you don't necessarily maybe want to even deal with at right. some points. That's that's part of it, you know. But uh, generally speaking, I, I work with a lot of really really awesome people. A lot of them are my friends. Several of them close friends. I'm gonna be this guy's best man, actually. Yeah, Ooh. he is gonna be my best man. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Oh, the speech I'm gonna give you. Ah, uh, jeez. <laughs> I'm already preparing. It's gonna be like. Mostly my fiance's 
family and family connections. You're getting your apologies ready? I'm sorry, he doesn't know. <laughs> I'm getting my circumcision touched up. <laughs> Climax. That's a thing? <laughs> Do you want a brook? A I'm meeting with a rabbi. I'm meeting with a rabbi because... Real. There's going to be elements of Jewish culture in the wedding that they want. Right. Excuse me, Rabbi, I didn't take all those years ago. We gotta get back in. Oh, exactly. <laughs> because I'm not Jewish, so I really have a lot of interesting things to look forward to. Ooh. I'm not Jewish either, so. What's, don't, I don't even, you know what? I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Circumcisions and, and the Jew thing. <laughs> I don't want to get into moil talk, all right? We don't need any of that. Nah. <coughs> oh, yeah, it is moil. Why did I say rabbi? Right. No, no, man, moil. Moil was Moyle's my baseball guy. coach. <laughs> ah. um, but getting back to the whole... Uh, Please don't mean kazoo. The weighing... <laughs> Skin kazoo. Where's your teacher for that? Oh, uh, get, get. <laughs> Getting back to the whole weighing your uh, passions with uh, what you have to do to survive. Um, Tiffany, you kind of do, uh, I-, I would call it uh, like a form of guerrilla photography. Very much will. so. Um, um, my entire book, I had no legal permission to be anywhere I was supposed to. And most of my book was photographed in abandoned towns because I took roads less traveled. There were some days that I was driving along the Mexico border, and for two days, the only person I saw was Border Patrol. Like, you would pull into a gas station, and there was no one manning it. If you didn't have cash, you were stuck there. Or if you didn't have a credit card, you were stuck there. Wow. Like, you just pop the card in, fill your tank, and continue going. Um, There were some places, such as, like, the Atlanta Prison Farm down in Atlanta, Georgia, that were actually, like, a little scary to go by myself for the most part. Um, With a cat on my shoulder and, like, just going off of her vibes of things that she could feel that I technically can't. If she freaks out, then I'm running out of the building. (laughs) Um, If she's perfectly fine with it, then uh, we're continuing to go in. But I came to one part where the picture in my book's actually filmed and they're old um, prison cells. And there was graffiti on the side of it. But if you were to walk around the corner from where I took the picture, it's a row with just open cell doors that are smashed out windows with, like, the toilet and the bed. And that's it. It's, like, the hole. That's <laughs> creepy. So you have your cat, which is, like, it's, like... It's she's like, not really going to do much. She might try to claw your eyes out or run the opposite direction. She's, but, but she's, a, she's a different... She's picking up the, the other, the other yeah. vibrational patterns that we can't see, hear, or feel. <laughs> She's like your crow. Like, if you're in like Mark of the Cree or Assassin's Creed, they'll send out this <laughs> this eagle eye view for you. Yes. Or cat eye view. Cat, cat senses. Cats are aliens. They're fucking. They're. They're crazy. sort of awesome though. They are. And then doing steel wool and the fire photography. Well, yeah, that's the like thing. I have one picture in my book that's in a natural arch in Bryce Canyon National Park, which is highly illegal. And I, if I would have got caught, I probably would have went to jail. Yeah. Like federal offense jail. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is most of these things are going to pound me in the ass, prison. <laughs> it's like when you're in these places where it's the only people you are seeing are people that are just mi- that are making sure nothing blows up and nobody dies, and then they see fire like in the distance, like streaming. And it's not just like, oh, there's a glowing fire. It's like, no, here's like wool on fire blasting. Yeah, that's it. That's so crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's actually my little brother um, spinning steel wool in there. That was his first time, att- well, second time attempting it. The first time he attempted, a cop actually drove through the arch, and we hid behind the arch so it didn't expose fully. So I was like, okay, B, you have to go try this again. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so the second try, we actually got that picture. It's <laughs> oh incredible. Thank you. I can imagine being the cop riding through this tunnel. Well, luckily, the sparks disappear within seconds when you stop yeah. spinning the steel wool, so he had no clue what was going on. Right. <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, the long exposure makes it seem like it's just like a, like a fiery hell. Like a fortress. Can I say that again? Just how it's There's actually a picture. It's nuts. Hold on. Oh, ow. That right there is in Seaborn, right oh, over really? at the docks. Oh, I know it. Oh, shit. It's right down the road. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, local. 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 That one right there is a church down the road from my mother's house. She tells me if I burn it down, she's going to kill me. Um, but there was enough snow on the ground that nothing was going up in flames. Yeah. <laughs> also, there is the old, the old ivy that's up there that I can catch, but ivy's resilient. It'll just be like... It, it's on concrete. Um, I had a lot of faith that it was not going to. That's cool. It's kind of <laughs> blasting out of the windows. Now, me being a total amateur, like, how many attempts does it, like, take to get that? Um, in the beginning, it took a lot more attempts than it does now. Okay. Um, right now, I can get it in one or two attempts. Nice. I make sure my background is balanced properly, <clears throat> and then I just leave enough room to add yeah. fire into it. But when I was first trying, it could take anywhere from one to ten tries just to get everything perfect the way I want it. Because I never learned how to use Photoshop, and um, I refuse to learn how. If it's anything more than putting my name on things, I have no desire to learn. No, yeah, well, that's that's the thing. It's, it's that's all, awesome. This is all about getting the lighting right and knowing the different backgrounds that you need to use. So like, you're like, all right, so there's kind of a sunset maybe a little There's in the one picture in there where it's me, um, and it looks like I'm honing a hawk because I'm swinging something above my head. And if you, right there, you opened right up to it. Wow. And then if you flip the page. This way? Yep. The picture on the opposite side over here, that's actually when the sun went down. So the picture that you were just looking at is me waiting for the sun to go behind those rocks. And then when the sun finally went down, I lit it on fire and captured that. And while you're waiting, a long exposure of some sweet trees and some stars. Oh, that's actually somewhere different. That's, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Joshua Tree National Park. I was sitting out in the dark with the cat tied to my camera bag, and she kept growling at something and all I envisioned was like a mountain lion creeping up behind us and I got a little freaked out and threw her in the car and was like okay back to the campsite mm, that's amazing <laughs> spooky that one's crazy. this one kind of looks like you're playing like a like a drum kit over here you're just like <laughs> that's <laughs> Oakland like California a, like, like you're in a um like you're in a time machine dude that's like the set of Mythbusters yeah. <laughs> it actually is right by where they <laughs> yeah. film all of Myth- Mythbusters do you guys do any illegal Sweet. stuff to uh, to get any to get any sounds that you need? I'm sure you have. Oh, besides the drugs, uh, <laughs> <laughs> drugs. Well, you can hold I on keep. to that. Um, I don't know. Illegal stuff to get the money. <laughs> <laughs> we pirated every one of these sound effects. <laughs> yep. Pirate, pirate, Allegedly, pirated the climax. Allegedly. What else do we have to plug? I mean. Oh yeah, um, we gotta go plug city. Yeah, we gotta go nothing. We, we gotta go, plug. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, we got to plug this shit. Yeah, you've been waiting all night to do that. <clears throat> we just forget because we're like, hey, we do it every week, so, you know, next week. And then next week comes by and we're just the guys who procrastinated. But, Seriously, uh, if, you have any, if you have any interest in art and music. Collaboration of the collaboration two. Collaboration of the yeah. two. June 4th at the Warren American Legion in Warren, New Jersey. Um, we're we, celebrating number 100. I think we're at 93 right now. I think so. 93 was a good year. It was. It was better than 91. 100's going to be better, though. Yep. The year 100 was great. Yeah. I was there. I was there. You were there. Plague were wasn't there. there yet. Kick, it ruled. Fucking magic was still around and shit. But um, magic's coming back. Episode 100. Uh, live performances by bands by the name of Control, Low Light, um, Joe Alaco and his band of goons. Matthew Logie, Snow Lotion, their second show ever. That's uh, that should be fun. Uh, the Vaughns and Rocky Catney's of Rocky Catney's chapter. You can have a few artists there. We're gonna have Jennifer Sorensen, fine art embroidery. Uh, a fellow named Joe Galupo. Yep. Abby Dolan, your bears. And the Sacone Clan. That's right. And um, I believe we will have DJ Friendly Ghost in between bands. Yeah. Um, uh, spinning the spinning the local hits, we're gonna give them a bunch of vinyls and stuff, and try to simulate this show as much as possible in a live setting. And um, come early, stay late. Uh, music's done at eleven, uh, but we're gonna start we're gonna start music in in the early afternoon. Hopefully, we can get everybody there by one two o'clock and yeah. get the horseshoe pit going and the the hot dogs and burgers on the grill. Yeah. And uh, there are gonna be um, vegan hot dogs. Will there and will there be hamburgers? Yes. Who's catering to that? Me, thank you. All right, it's five dollars. All that money is going to <clears throat> the bands and artists. Yep, we're not we're not gonna make a penny off this. Mm-mm. We're doing it for to continue the arts. We want we want to see our our friends and these, some of these bands get paid. Yep, we want to make it possible. Yep, and if um, I mean if you're out there and you're a listener and you are as um, dedicated to people um, succeeding for what they love to do. Um, if you feel like donating a piece of art or some music or something that we could throw into a raffle maybe and try to make some extra money for the bands, feel free to email us or call in. You can email us at lftdrmusic at gmail.com or you can call in at 732-860-0599. Uh, you can call that number any day of the week and leave a message or a request or a fart joke or you can butt dial us, Kaylee. <laughs> um, that happened. Um, anything. Anything you want to do. Whatever we're open for it, this is what we do. Tiffany, if you're not doing anything every week, June fourth. Uh, if I'm not doing anything, I will uh, definitely swing by. And if you guys want a piece of artwork to throw in your raffle, I think I could do that for you. Even even if you just want to set Look up what you already have, just even that would be rad. Thank you. Or maybe we can, I don't know, burn. No, we won't burn the place down. <laughs> no, we need that place. <laughs> it, it, it's it's on. It, we it's don't one need of no water. <laughs> There's there's a lot of good venues in this state, but that one, as far yes. as as far as DIY kind yeah. of things, is the best. Yeah, we tried to pick the the most <clears throat> self-respecting venue, this the venue that recycles the most. That, and I don't mean like cans and bottles; that's just a sham. But actually recycles and, and gives back and um, keeps itself going. Um, have a conversation with a veteran. It's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I made a hundred-year-old man his first chili cheese dog he's ever had. This man has been through like two wars, 
and I made him with his first chili cheese dog. Two wars and no cheese. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you totally made his life. Yeah. <laughs> I <It> absolutely <laughs> love talking to strangers. <laughs> strangers are the most interesting people, um, which is amazing. Was there any strangers on your album, John? Any, anybody? Uh, else? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe at well, first. I don't, um, I don't mean like Max fell asleep on his <laughs> arm and then woke up next to you. Never mind. Uh, and there was uh, the guitar. <laughs> Uh, well, we had um, some people that I, I hadn't worked with um, before. Uh, Gerald Daniel is an awesome singer. Who, he sings on a song that we have called The Title Track, and uh, that was written by me and Joe Nardino and Anthony Nardino and my cousins and Max and, and Greg Bichar, awesome people. Uh, yeah, uh, so we had never worked with him before. We took, it took us like a year to figure out who was going to sing that song. I think we'd asked you, actually, at one point. I, I, I was like, can you... You're, you're like one of the best lyricists I know. Can you put like some, some something to this? And you're like, I don't know. It was a weird. All right. Dude, so, let, uh, let me just tell you this much. It was I was at a place in my life where I was able to sit down and make that album art for you. So it was a very scattered moment. For me. <laughs> yeah, I was transitioning from singer songwriter to guy who yells in hardcore band. <laughs> well. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad you at least came. And you're like, you want to do uh, some tasteful singing on this <laughs> album? I'm spending a lot of money on. I'm like, Dad, you want the cat to be blue? I can make him blue. <laughs> Got some blue. Yellow works. <laughs> Sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he worked out great. Uh, we, I mean, we ended up actually writing the lyrics. That, that's what took the longest. But once we had them, then this, uh, this dude Jerry came in and then sang them like a beast. Um, it was awesome. Um, Let's see, Donna Warden. I, I, I hadn't worked with her before uh, for Mama D and the Vexations. Uh, she worked on Tony's uh, EP as well. Um, very awesome, awesome gospel like singer. Sings uh, a lot of amazing cover songs with that band that she's in. Uh, I, I guess I might as well just go, go through the list of all the people I haven't talked about yet, just really quick. Uh, Javier and Juan, my Chilean brothers who played on Window to the World. You guys are awesome. Rod Shepard. Anna Sirota, it's her birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Anna! Happy birthday. Uh, Reynolds co-wrote it's, it's been a while with her. Very, very awesome, near and dear friend of mine. Her first songwriting and her first effort. song, yes, her first song is on, is on this record. She should be commended and congratulated. Absolutely, and, and she, she did, really and she braved it, it. did it analog too. Yeah, like right into the trapeze without the trapeze. I mean, she was in alone in a room with Reynolds too. I mean, like. Oh, with with such a Viking woman as, as, <laughs> as Reynolds, and she did, she didn't get arrowed. <laughs> um, was there anything <clears throat> off the uh, off for the record? We can pull up right now and, and jam. Oh, we got room for one more. I think yeah, we can. Oh, we're, gonna, we're going for another break right now. We can, we, we can blast them off. Oh wow! Well, we're uh, only two hours and eleven minutes in. We're, we're, Joe and I are trying to go for 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, Is that the official record? No, the well, official you know record what, is 100, uh, 100 hours. 100, oh, right, right. We talked about that. We're considering that, though. 167 hours. <laughs> 76, but we're considering it. Yeah, I mean... Well, we're uh, seeing what we can do. We're, we're gonna we can fucking do. do it. You want to do it? Yeah. All right, we're going to need... hours. Max, you want to come in for our 8 a.m. slot? Yeah, sure. Morning, morning <laughs> climax? Yeah, morning zoo with the climax. We bring all five bands that we... Play <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. And and then and then three hours of guitar noodling and babbling. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's that. rough. Oh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> why don't we go for the ones that I did with my uh, with my awesome cousins? Um, 
Oh, and Megan. Hey, Megan. Megan Partington. We did a song called More Than That. Uh, but uh, must have doing back. They're right back to back. Uh, the title track and uh, and more than that. Can people find a downloadable version of this? Album? Yes, they can. They can go. Uh, they could stream it right now at uh, JohnnyRockRecord.com. And uh, we have a Bandcamp. Um, address escapes me, but the player's embedded on the on the main website. Yeah, just check out Johnny could, Rock and Friends. Yeah, Johnny uh, Rock and Friends for the record. Yeah, J O H N N Y. Rock and friends, the and sign, the ampersand. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my digital distributors had said that they weren't going to actually carry the and friends for some reason. That was just not going to fly with them. So, so now, uh, so now my stuff is out there, and it and it always shows up next to. uh, I don't know if he's like um, he might be like a DJ or something or or a a rapper. Yeah, Johnny Rock. So yeah. they can't wait. That's why I wanted to have it like They're separate, like, like Johnny Rock and Friends, so it wouldn't get. But yeah, so now I'm lumped in with another artist that I have like nothing to do with on Amazon and iTunes and all that. But it's there, it's out there. You Are can they, buy like, it. <laughs> I get it. On Instagram, live from the dining room, just gets tagged with dining room tables constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I just tagged in with dining rooms. What is this? I googled Johnny Rock. I got something very different that popped up. They're like, this guy thinks he's got friends. Prove it. It was like a fluffer on RedTube or something. Fluffer? <laughs> <laughs> RedTube. Are there at least people doing fun things at the dining room table that, like... No, they're just empty <laughs> rooms. Empty, room. boring <laughs> rooms. <laughs> they don't, like, they don't like represent Kia. this at all. This this is a... I, I kind of This room this is sort of epic. Um, as, as I just, love the maps everywhere. It's just a good and atmosphere. stickers and... Music my, posters my, and art. You, did you put that up for me, or did it's how getting weird? No, that's been up, that's been up that's there been up for there? Yes. Oh, six months awesome. at least. Yeah, ever since, ever since you gave it to me, my friend. Oh, I have another album cover right over there. That um, that's like oil painting that I just I took a knife and scratched mountains. Oh, out. that is so cool. <laughs> that's for uh, an album that's not out yet, but it's going to be um, it's going to be one of uh, Dan Ridner of Chemtrails solo albums. He's really oh, big. In, nice. He's really big in like some other country. Great. Where people <laughs> <don't> speak English. <laughs> so are we though? Yeah. Yep. Romania, true. we're talking to you. <laughs> That's right, because we speak the language of the devil. Want to finish uh, getting some plugs out, Joe? Uh, what do you got coming up? You got shows for fucking. I um, I'll be at, on the on the first. I'll be at uh, Lucky Thirteens with Comb the Desert. Uh, that's a Blast Furnace production. That's a it'll be eight bands all day. We're opening up in Bro- that's in Brooklyn, and uh, then I'll be at Homegrown Radio doing a fellow a fellow. Uh, a fellow fellers radio show out in uh, Booton, New Jersey, Homegrown Radio, with a good friend Renee Maskin um, on the sixth, and then I'm going out to Tony's Pizza on the sixth to play with Home Desert. I'm packed, man. You're packed. <clears throat> and then I'll be at um, for more local stuff. I'll be in New Brunswick on Easton Ave at the Scarlet Pub on Mother's Day with a bunch of other artists, including uh, past dining room performers Shimmy Swartz and uh, Renee Maskin and a handful and Steve Kelly and a handful of others. So that's the eighth, I believe, Mother's Day. So when you're done kissing your mom and giving her flowers, come on out to the Scarlet Pub. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany. This Friday, if you don't have anything to do, um, I will be over at Roxy and Dukes in Dinellon with some of my artwork. Uh, It's going to be a really (coughs) rad music show, and I'll be there with art. Um, Also, on May 14th, if you have nothing to do, and uh, maybe you have an epic beard, Dark City Brewing Company presents the Garden State Beard and Stash Competition, hosted by Mark and Mark of Weird New Jersey at the Stone Pony. Um, that's going to be a really epic event. And the night before that, um, 
Reverend, Reverend Snake is doing a bar crawl around Asbury Park. Um, you can find more info on that at the Garden State Beard and Stash, comp, uh, I guess, Facebook page. Um, it should be a, definitely a good time. We'll be linking that up at Live from the Dining Room, or Live from the Dining Room Facebook anyway. Yep. All right. It's too we'll much be, cool shit to be we'll, done. We'll be back in just yep. a few minutes. Coming up now. Johnny Rock and Friends. Who's, whose song is this? Johnny Rock. It's, uh, it's by Johnny Rock and Friends. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, this is the title track. It's by uh, myself, my cousins Joe Nardino, Anthony Nardino, uh, my friend Max, Maxwell Feinstein, Max Climax Lopez over here, and uh, Greg Vichar, uh, a friend of mine. Yeah. Cool. We'll right song back. by Gerald Daniel. Awesome, awesome singer.
would dare forsake you. Now our family tree's intact. Cause you love children more than that. Uncle John was a lucky man, though a part of a bigger plan. Guess the same could be said for you. You were needed in heaven too. Trouble knew just where to find you. Destiny knew when to write you. Smiles you shared was where it's at. Because you loved us more than that. And I was definitely her favorite. And I was definitely her favorite. No, but she told me. She I told was. me I was her favorite. <laughs> Alright, Grandma. Well, eyes are so much better Cause you bring us all together Your heart transcends a distance And we thank you for our existence And despite the sad condition He had the best disposition We miss you.
And you were checking out the end of this episode of Life in the Dining Room. That was when Particles collide with a song called Don't You Wanna. They're, gonna be, they're from uh, Bangor, Maine. And they're going to be making their ways down here at the end of the month. April 30th at Hank's Saloon in Brooklyn, New York. Hank's Saloon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Talking into a tin can. Courtesy of Andrew Lang. Who's also on tour. He's on the road somewhere. Yeah, he's going on the road soon. He's hitting up everywhere. I'm talking out of a, um, a cat food can as we speak. Um, this Very is, fitting. This is yeah. <laughs> this is my thing right here. Put some reverb on it. it sounds really cool. Right, America, it's like, right it's there. It's like the beginning of a Guns N' Roses song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. A little patience. Ten bucks. Dude. Ten bucks. Not not including the price. Of, probably including the price of the can, <laughs> um, which is turkey and giblets dinner. So um, I'm assuming it was its top If we can condense everything to like a tiny tuna can, that might be cool too. Gonna, here, I feel like yeah, yeah the tuna can's gonna have more high end. The giblets yeah. like give you this really nice 2K homfell. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna um. My, the next project is I'm going to give him an old beef bone to put a microphone inside of. Like you're going to drain the marrow out of like a, a short rib or something? <laughs> yes, with my, with, my, with, my, with my teeth and tongue. <laughs> to, be, to be totally vulgar about it. Yep, that's how it's going to happen. Now I can't let the cat listen to this because you're talking about cat food. She's going to go nuts when I get home. What do you mean there was cat food and you didn't invite me? <laughs> Wait till she finds out there was... Wait till she finds out there was catnip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm playing particles when, with when particles collide soon, Jason. Yeah, a little bit later in the. Is year. this weird with, the, with this mic still? I I mean I got sick of it after ten seconds. Not not you <laughs> uh, to like when, when I was on it though last week. Oh, okay. But I mean, it, it, use your own moral barometer. Do you have one? Does that make sense? Who moral does barometer? Because barometers go up and down. Right. Yeah, you're the shit. Thanks. 
Love you, man. Knew I loved you. We were um, we were speaking off air about the universe and how fucking strange it is. <laughs> Just the whole circumstances and everything. The world is really as big as a quarter, yeah. and um, it just so happens that I grew up in your backyard. Yeah. and um, We shared backyards. Yes, and my pool uh, wall fell down and flooded your yard. Leaked into mine. Yeah, and uh, before yesterday when we were discussing me coming down here, we had absolutely no clue of that. No. And I asked where you record, and you basically sent me a screenshot from Google Maps, and uh, there was where I grew up. Right. Yes, and, and <laughs> my current location where I grew up and haven't ever moved from. It's a weird thing. I've never been anywhere. You've, you've traveled a lot. Uh, yes. I haven't. I've, I've, got, the, anyway, I've never been west of the Mississippi. The day I got my license, I drove to Niagara Falls and then drove home and then I lied to my mother and told her I was going to Wildwood for the weekend and ended up bringing home pictures of south of the border and she asked when they moved south of the border to Wildwood and I, I, I just oh, couldn't Pedro. argue it. <laughs> Got me. Uh, and then when I turned 21, I flew out to California for my first time to look at a college and just decided I was moving there. And as of right now, I'm only missing three of the 50 states. And in two weeks, I fly out to Maui. So I'm collecting one. So it'll be two left. Maui. Good Alaska old and North uh, Dakota. I break down every time in Sioux City, South Dakota, when I'm trying to go to North Dakota. It never fails. Maybe you shouldn't go. <laughs> I know. I think it's the universe telling me just stay out or, of North or, Dakota. All right. If you had enough of... Um, well, I, of, have, I have Canada. The cat has been to Canada with me. Nice. And I've been to Mexico numerous times. So can we count them as states and then, like, I'm only missing one or something? <laughs> what about territories like Puerto Rico? I have not been there. Me neither. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I'm being an amateur. Hold on. <laughs> My dream is to laugh like like a uh, like um like a uh, fuck. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> like uh like Jimmy Stewart. Oh yeah, you had your your Merv Guffman character with that voice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, Guffman lives. Guffman Why? is at large. Um, sorry. Guffman at large. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's kicking. Actually, I saw him recently in um, in Boot in New Jersey uh, with a cane and the old the old suit and the the white hair and Just everything. Just pass this gift around. He's looking. <laughs> he's looking his age. He's looking his age. That's not me. That's Merv. That's Merv Guffman. <laughs> what do you want, Mayor? You want the moon? What did he say? What did he say in the movie where uh, every time he put the penny inside the machine, it made a wish? I don't remember. And then he didn't get it. What did he say? Like peanut or something in It's a Wonderful Life? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. You Hog can put anything in there. Oh, cranberries. Yeah. You know, you could you could throw anything in there and it works. Oh, horseradish and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Meredith Bagley Jr. You know, like, it doesn't matter. It's it's. That's your next solo project, isn't it? <laughs> Meredith Begley Jr. <laughs> Begley. I'm, I'm going to have to go on Facebook and see just how many Meredith Begley Juniors there are now. You should. My uh, my friend uh, Will Wood of Will Wood and the Tapeworms uh, recently. I'm going to switch over my microphone. That's a great name. You use mine all the time. <laughs> um, he, uh, I'm pulling out. He, um, he recently went on a Facebook uh, hunt. Uh, and found all the other Will Woods on Facebook. Started an open feed with all of them. It was fucking amazing. Will Woods is his real name? Yeah. 
Yeah, Will Wood. He was, he was here in the dining room. Um, and and then, soon thereafter, figured out one he, what he wanted to do with the rest of his life. And has been very successful with it ever since. Uh, through through miles of scrutiny and confusion, of course, which is just like any other um, good transition. Everybody's got their their Ziggy Stardust phase. <laughs> Speaking of good transitions, oh hey, there is a Meredith Begley, and she got married last year. <laughs> Congratulations, Meredith. Tiffany, didn't you pick her up like hitchhiking in like no. New Mexico? No, no, no. That, she... that was actually a guy named Drew, and that was actually in Oregon. <laughs> That was, no, I mean, no, no. Me- Meredith Bagley was actually my sister's softball coach, like <laughs> eighteen summers ago or so. <laughs> See what you did, Jay. That's the fine. funny thing about the hitchhiker I picked up is he was randomly walking down the road with like a giant amp on his back. Was that he's the, actually in that book? That's that a dude from the cover. Yeah, that's but he's move. actually in there. Like you can see the amp on his back. Um, I drove by and I was like, "This has to be this kid's first rodeo." And earlier in the day, I'm like screaming at the sky, "Just give me anyone to talk to. I'll pick uh-huh. a hitchhiker up if I have to." And 20 minutes later, there's a hitchhiker, and I'm like, "I, I sort of asked for it." So it <laughs> turns out he beatboxes, and that's why he's carrying the amp on his back. He's from like Bowman, Montana. And he dresses like the Mad Hatter, and he's an amazing person, and we're still friends to this day. That's crazy. He actually flew out for my book release uh, in November, uh, along with a young lady who has an amazing jazz voice named Vasi, Vasi Hutton. Were they a a collab? No, I met her in Southern California. I met him on the side of the road in Oregon, Mm -hmm. but uh, she has a... I guess you can call it a beauty care line of like chapstick and solves and stuff mm. called Euph- Euphoric Grounds. It's on Etsy. Um, Etsy's the place to be for that. Yeah. Stuff. So this guy with the with the amp on his back, I could just see you, like you pulled over and you were like, so, I pull, I you're like, is over. that an amp on your back? And he's like, yeah, it's busted. Actually, I pulled over on the <laughs> side of the to road. Get it fixed. Get I turned drive. the I turned the car off and I got out of the car and he came running over. He's like, where do I put my bags? I'm like, on the ground. He's like, what? Why'd you pull over? I was like, we're going to have a little conversation and get to know each other before I let you in my car. You're like, I'm from New Jersey? And, uh, my dumbass would have let him right in. Come on. <laughs> and we ended up having like this 20, 30 minute conversation on the side of the road. And he explained like his life story and why he was there and that his father was coming down from Montana to pick him up in Coos Bay. And I'm like Googling where Coos Bay is. And it's like a three hour ride. And I'm like, ah, you know what, let's go, get in. And we got up there, and his father was kind enough to order pizza and get us, get me in the cat, a hotel room for the night, and they had their own. And, um, yeah. Oh, and while we How were waiting... was the wait, pizza? It, it was, like, Domino's or something. It no, wasn't in Montana. I just drove him up north in Oregon. His father came down oh, from goodness. Montana. But uh, while we were waiting for his father to arrive, I took him to the beach, and I showed him how to spin fire, which is the cover of my book. And as soon as we finished shooting that picture, my battery died on my camera. So I was like, oh, we got to go back to the car. So we climbed up this rock hill. And as we did that, a, like a sleeper wave came and put the fire out and took the whole beach out. So it was what? like within two minutes, the whole beach was an ocean. And I'm like, well, good thing the camera battery died. <laughs> and that picture, I, I, I see it everywhere related to, you, to what you're doing. So it's kind of, it obviously left a lasting impression. You, you eternalized this young man. 
Yeah, sort of. Um, he's actually going to start traveling again with his girlfriend really, really soon. Um, his goal is to get all 50 states with her this summer. Um, the two of them have been saving money, and uh, he has his beatboxing skills uh, to pay the way if he runs out of money. That's awesome. That's good to have. I mean, you see a lot of uh, creative people traveling because they can pull sh- you don't you, you don't realize until you need to that you can make money off of off of what you like and around here you get a lot of people that are like oh that'll never do anything so i gotta go to work can't think about it right now so you, can, you can address me right now yeah. there's actually a large uh, community of travelers and artists out west that you like growing up around here you would never suspect or realize it um, I ended up at a off-the-grid community out in the desert near the Salton Sea in Southern California called Slab City, and it's probably the most inspiring, like, creative place I've ever stopped. Um, I've been to Burning Man, and I like just going and spending time and being creative out at Slab City ten times more than going to Burning Man. Um, but it's all these people that live out in the desert and it runs off of solar and you bring your own water in and they actually have a live music venue out there um, that every Saturday night they have music. It's dope. You can, you, uh, it sounds like the beginning of a movie where they're like, they're like, they're like Maxwell Climax the third, <laughs> born in Slab City. <laughs> baseball coach Chris Christie. <laughs> I'm actually told that Slab City was featured in the movie Into the Wild. Um, it's where the kid meets up with the people with the buses. Um, so it, it it has made its it's made its way into the public eye. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot. What of, hasn't now? There's, there's a lot of film companies that go and film out there nowadays, and out in the Salton Sea. And Bombay Beach is a small little abandoned town out there that has been used a lot in filming also, but they recently started to demolish Bombay Beach, which sort of breaks my heart because all the pictures in my book of Bombay Beach are leveled. That chair isn't even there, and that's been there a million years. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a million-year-old chair. Fucking ISIS ruining everything. <laughs> destroying everything. I can't help First it. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, like, if I was, if, when, when I never turned forget. 21, just got the fuck out of here, but I just never did. Like, like I've never been anywhere. Never been. I think you need to travel. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Per- yeah. Just seriously, get I've, in the car and go. It doesn't cost that much. I did three months, 15,000 miles, or near 15,000 miles on $3,000. Wow. That's less money with than a I cat. Would, yeah, with a cat, and that's Fancy less money that too. I would spend right. living, living in society. In one, one, one spot, right? In three months. Yeah, I had uh, I I just done a. I'm I'm done with the touring for now. I, I I found I was much more interested in what was what I could accomplish at home. But um, yeah, I mean there was like a what a seven or eight month stretch. I was on the road with you guys. I mean we went everywhere. That was the first like first time I'd ever done that. I mean usually you know in, in the corporate world I take like maybe two weeks vacation a year. You figure one every couple of years you'd go somewhere oh, cool, fucking car. you know. But uh, yeah, go to Punta Cana, stay in the hot tub for six days. So yeah, you know I've I've been like a you know I've been a musician like full time for. A little over a year, and then Max is, was like, uh, "Hey, you want to hit the road with the with the Devil Nellies and do this?" I'm like, Are, "You know what? Let's yeah, let's do this. Let's just go places." <laughs> and we went we went all over the place. Yeah, we were gone. You guys are still going all over the place. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, geez, no, we were uh, we were gone for for like almost two weeks uh, out of every. Month. I'm just looking at this map right now. I'm like, oh my god, all the places. What'd you spend like though? 13, 14 states. Um, we definitely. <laughs> 
it was different. We were we were definitely getting some help, some sponsorship. NASCAR. Yeah. On left turns. Oh yeah, no, in in big deep with uh, Bass Pro Shop and Coca Cola. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's crazy. You should look into getting sponsored by a cold cock whiskey. Yeah. Actually, our friends um, <laughs> that we I've mentioned that before, Laz and works. Christian, are uh, sponsored. Uh, they cold. represent Coldcock in their band, El Nino. <laughs> El Nino. Yeah. El Nino's Coldcockers? They used to be sponsored by Jaeger. I guess they moved over to Coldcock with uh, Adam Grayer. I guess so. I don't, I, don't know, um, I don't know any of the details about it. I Beats. used to do a lot of photography for Jaeger, Jaeger music mm. back in the day. That's crazy. See, the world's getting smaller. Does getting the guy from El Nino still, still have the amp in his backpack? I think I have pictures of them. Oh, oh, you mean Mark Rizzo, I think. The guy who would play guitar with the backpack and do all the high kicks? Yeah. I, I, as far as I know, I read an interview about that. <laughs> Actually, I did, because I my curious, like, when I got to, when we started renting our room, uh, I kind of made it my business to kind of get to know a bit more about my landlord's careers. And <laughs> so, like, you know, seeing the thing with the backpack, like, what's, what's in the backpack? What's, what's going on here? Hey, what is that? What's Nothing. in the box? Nothing Something. was in it, apparently. Nothing? According to Rizzo, if we can believe Mark Rizzo, uh, I don't know why we can't. Did he, did he even say something cool? Like, the, no, weight, it's the like, weight of the world, man. The no, no, he was just like... Because uh, he's he's just another rough and tumble Jersey lunatic like the rest of us, and, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, no, nothing's in it. It's just no. something I decided to wear. No, fuck you, man. Nothing. Yeah, dick. Yeah, <laughs> get <Yeah>. out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, uh, with apologies to Mark Rizzo, if you don't sound like that, find voiceovers. He's done. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, he he actually like. He he definitely went to school with some some of my relatives. He's from that area, like the general Lodi-ish area, I believe. Hmm. You speak in tongues right now? Uh, no. Nah, Would you nah, say Lodi? Lodi, you know, oh, like, yeah. like the misfits. And I was shit. In, yo, I was in Lodi earlier today. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, this I'm still trying to really figure awful. out where's Brook, where Brooklyn at, man. It's, it's uh, I used to work. In who Lodi. let the dogs out, man? I don't know. Nobody knows. Well, what were you going to say about Lodi? I said it. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. Uh, I did miss it. I'll have to catch it later. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, I don't have a big connection to Lodi outside of like extended family myself. It's because you got ousted because you let the dogs out. They're, 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 building, they're building townhouses there. They're not really that big, but they're Tony half a million it. dollars. They're building townhouses everywhere in New Jersey. Yeah, there was a weird bunch of them I just drove and they're through. They're so expensive. Oh, God, to get here by Carteret? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I was like, this, there's something really weird about this. Like, this mm. doesn't belong here. The ones right? over Trilogus. by Carteret? Uh, all, used to be? They're all like brand yeah. new. I don't Those are all brand new. There's, there's a few. There's the ones here. right, the ones that are right on the road. Or they're like off the distance. Yeah, they're like, like really close to the road. Yeah, that's the ones so from. many of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I remember like when you there. couldn't even drive through Chrome yeah, back in the day, yeah. and it looked like it looked like a foreign country that where was. bombs had just exploded. Well, I mean, it looked a little like that. Just past that. That's why I was just like. 
this is so weird to have this here because which is, yeah like anywhere before and after it it's you know all the, the refineries and or at least three hundred thousand proverbial at least like you remember you know that movie you know Blazing Saddles like where they move the town like three miles over and paint giant stanchions of each other themselves. And like the buildings and, and every last hitching post. Yeah. And <laughs> and then like you feel like you could knock it over. That's almost what it felt like. It felt yeah. like like cardboard set props were like It's like North Korea. And there's just this alarmingly <laughs> long passageway of them, like noticeably. They're like looming yeah. over you like canyon walls yeah. or something. It's like FEMA. Except Didn't they move Burger Express over by those yeah. fancy apartments and yeah, like yeah. put a bar upstairs from Burger Express this or really something? A really expensive. And those burgers got really like scary this big. because back in the day, Burger Express, like everyone would go there drunk and the cops would have to sit outside. So when they relocated it, they're like, "Oh, let's just give them alcohol in our building." Not D- to mention, like, let's <laughs> let's also put it two blocks away from the police station. D- yeah, DUI like, Express is what we called it. Um, even the but burgers they still any had good. the best Taylor ham and cheese sandwiches with cheese fries on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, I would get the locomotive oh, with, <laughs> with pork roll egg and cheese on top of yeah, it. Yeah, you could do some combos there. Um, Tommy's hot dogs still kicking, still the same as it's always been. You ever uh, Tommy's? Scalpies. Mm-hmm. Scalpies no. hot dogs. It's like it's like this room, but a it's little like, dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... It's like, an, the, it's like in the animal control overflow <laughs> um, mixed, with, um, mixed with the basement of King of Queens. Oh. And um and a trailer park okay. and um and hot dogs and it's delicious. Oh. Yeah. So maybe Culture. We, maybe I should travel a little bit. So I, 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 I think see. you that should. That was the original point, I believe. Yeah. 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 Joe totally and I, 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 the plan was. Do we like, have to like all pile into a vehicle and take you on a road trip one day? Like even if it's to like the Delaware border or something like that. Well, I go I go <laughs> up, I go up north all the time. I'm going to Georgia. I've been to Georgia though. And, and then me and Papa Reese are, are gonna do a fishing town all along we're gonna go up to Lackawax, Pennsylvania, and then we're gonna cut all the way east as far as we can go and go all the way up the northeast coast and do a harvest tour. Like we were actually Joe and I were talking, he he performs, we were gonna try to put something like like a week tour or something together for you. Joe's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like you wanna go to the Midwest? I'm like, where do you wanna go? Here, here, here. here. No, like, here. Totally, that's the thing, we had totally different ideas. He was like, we, all right, Colorado. That's I our fucking an destination. Idea. I said, Grab a dart. Uh, you first. Grab a dart out of your dartboard and just Shuck. throw it at your wall and wherever it lands, that's where you're going. I got one for you too. August. Oh, but Jay goes <laughs> Jay goes <laughs> Denver or Colorado. <laughs> No, you. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's thinking like like out west. Like here's here's what you do. In August, I'm going on tour. You come with me. You do everything I don't feel like doing. You eat millet and sorghum out of leaky burlap sacks, <laughs> ramen <Sweet>. noodles. <laughs> you can make a diet off. So that. yum. The, but but Joe was thinking like out west, like Colorado. And Jay goes Detroit. I'm Detroit and Chicago and like Columbus. And uh, so I'm like, all right, you want to find all the Trentons of the world? I fucking love. <laughs> All right. I'm like I'm trying to get out of New Jersey, not find the only place that's like Speaking New Jersey. Speaking of which, that was my impression. Of, that was my impression of uh, of Hollywood, California. The first time I went there this year, Trenton? yeah, it, I was like, really? Uh, yeah, I dude, they Trenton, make that place dude. look really nice. I love on, on TV in the movies. South Central is actually really nice during the day. <laughs> it looks like. It looks like suburbia with palm trees. So. Oh yeah, if you turn, I mean, if you look at it sort of with a camera's eye and just tune out all of the peripheral stuff, you can actually kind of see like, oh, that's kind of beautiful. South but then, like, reminds as soon as me of like Trenton. This way, you're like, oh, oh, Trenton. Yeah. Right. Trenton. It's like the pyramids of Giza. <laughs> <laughs> 
Trenton's a that fucking was, really good place. That's what I found place. with a, a lot of, of, of California. I lived in uh, Huntington Beach for a while, and then I moved to Oakland. Uh, Oakland's definitely an interesting place. Nice. The Oak. Yeah. First time we ever saw the sunset on the West Coast, we went to we went That's to what I want to fucking do. I want to see the yeah. sunset on the West Coast. Yeah. Let me tell you you want to see amazing. it set over the uh, or over the yeah. ocean? Yeah, I'm the closest yeah. I have. It's, is... it's different, right? Like there's something. You can about, look at it in my book. Long Beach. Island. <laughs> yeah, you need you need to travel there, brother. I mean, I've been to the, I've been to the islands. I've been to um, the I've been Long Lattice. Island, Staten Island, Virgin Island, Block Island. I've swam with the sharks and the octopus and stuff like that. You know. But. Well, you can Why swim with they? jellyfish in New oh, Jersey. Swim with jellyfish and some plastic bag fish. Yeah, we got to tell them. Tell me. If you ever get a chance, you should check out a band called Johnny Showcase and the Mystic Ticket. They are based out of Philly. Uh, we're ju- we don't e- we don't even have like any close. I don't think relationship with them. We just uh, we're just fans. We're just fans, they, and they are really really awesome. <laughs> They're like oh 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 another jo- <laughs> another Johnny band. Yeah, we love it. We're dropping the Mystic Ticket pot. All right, <laughs> he prove it. Sounds like that actually. Prove he's it. A, he's a Rhode Island. Yeah, he, he's he's got he's got the Rhode Island lean. Yeah, he's a Rhode Islander who talks. found home in, in in Philly as like doing. I don't know. He, they were doing stuff that was kind of like Flight of the Concords a, yeah. a while back, and now they're doing like just souped up, amped up, really awesome funk music. I, I love it. It's just it's very intense. It's very fun, and he's got like the most awesome unitard thing. <laughs> it's it's you like a, it's like a leisure suit. I think the moral of this episode has been: I've never been anywhere. I it's the moral of every episode. I think you need to travel. And what anywhere. are we watching a webcam of? Is this like while California listening to sunset? Evanescence? <laughs> this is the last great vacation I was on. It was in uh, Long is this, Beach Island, Is this New the Jersey. song from Two Girls One Cup? Actually, oh my god, if it was, I'd be so happy. But it's not. I know. I just I hear piano, beautiful piano figures, and I always have to ask that Yo, question. I mean, I, uh, this Pearl Jam. I'll leave that on. It's, it's <laughs> instrumental. Um, You're gonna actual... give me flashbacks of my stepfather playing uh, guitar on the back porch. Um, <laughs> flashbacks of me mooning my neighbors. Give me flashbacks at a ringside pub. I I do not remember you mooning them. I must have flashes. not been home that day. I don't know if it was me, but somebody <laughs> did. Um, oh. Yeah, this was the last great vacation I was on. It's a, it's a sunset time lapse, and it's amazing. You do know that there's a webcam that you can watch the beach in Huntington Beach, California, and you yeah. can like watch uh, the sunset there live. Right, with the old with the old eyes. Yeah. So, wait, I've never fucking been anywhere, and that's and, and this is the moral of the episode: travel <laughs> and and just make music with your Live, friends. Live, learn, and explore. And not just travel. So just get out. Explore. <laughs> <laughs> no, explore. <laughs> Live, learn, and explode. Live, learn, and set shit on fire. That sounds like something that uh, the band I photographed the other night would say. I was just photographing high on fire. Um, oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love Matt Pike. and Matt Pike is a very him. good friend of mine. Uh, he used to spend time at our house out in Oakland. Um, he's sort of like a brother to me. That is really, really cool. I think I have one of his guitar picks in my pocket. Memorabilia. <laughs> 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 that'll be auctioned off at Live from the Dining Room 100. <laughs> no. really, that, that, that one sounds like she's going to hold on to. We covered so much today, guys. I, before I forget any of this, you can um, 
You can you can uh, reach uh, Tiffany and all of her things that she has done, her wonderful things, her book, her photography, her stories um, at www.tiffanyharned.com, uh, and you can you can check out um, Johnny Rock and Friends at johnnyrockrecord.com, and um, and I'm. Band camps and Facebooks and Instagrams. Just look. YouTube's. Just fucking. The YouTube's is the place to be. The YouTube. Okay, right. the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that. Or just listen to uh, visit our uh, page on Facebook uh, live from the dining room or www.diningroomradio.net for I guess information about all the bands that were played and the people that were here and a bunch of other stuff. Before I forget, if you listen to this on iTunes or even on uh, podcast app or Stitcher, just tap the screen. All those links are right in front of you. I don't know if it's like that on Stitcher. I'm not sure. I don't know or either. Wax no, no, it is. Stitcher, get your shit out. It is. No, it is. It is? Yeah. Good. Well, good then. So click on that link. Yeah, just tap tap the screen. And uh, what I personally do is I download the episode in a Wi-Fi area because I have a data plan. And um, and then it's like, they're like two and a half, three hours long. We're almost on three hours right now. 2.56. So uh, we're going to have to get out of here soon before yeah. everything fucking dies. But um, look around in the future. Me and Jay are going to do like a 24-hour show or something or 48 hours or whatever the hell we do. Yes, and hopefully uh, you will all be a part of that. Yep. I, I have a question. You said before everything dies, you make it sound like we're in the back of an RV somewhere and like our generator's about to blow or something. <laughs> see, the difference between uh, you you guys as travelers that are constantly on the fringe of, of destruction, self-destruction, and self-exploration, I do all that stuff right here in New Jersey. Um, I, I have been on tour for 27 years. Uh, in New Jersey, and it's it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I never have time to do anything. It's the same shit. Yeah, I, I, eat, I eat cat food. I sing out of cat food cans, and I just I, I can tell you cheap. I, I can tell you cheaper meals to make other than cat food. Um, no, not fancy um, feast. Uh, things that taste better too, <laughs> that are really easy to cook. That like you can use a cat food can to like light it on fire and cook it. But um, <laughs> into the wild. <laughs> Well, I work at a pizza place, too, on the side, so I, I eat nothing but pizza, which is a whole other story. <laughs> it's just a whole other story. I was thinking about Sicilian pizza. I'm like, I'm like, what, did they take, all the, did they take all the yeast from the Jewish people? <laughs> so. Shit, now I'm going to be thinking about Very pizza something. and burgers and hot dogs and, and things with chili cheese. Uh, well, right. if you have to go back that way through Carteret, you can always stop at a Burger Express. 24 hours. You can get yourself yeah. a locomotive. If you're into onions... Order with onions, if not. <laughs> get your get that shit out of there. Burger Express. <laughs> they should get us all food, all free food for plugging them tonight. Man. <laughs> and that's like the first, like, I guess they're pretty, they're pretty DIY, aren't they? Uh-huh. Burger Express, they fall under DIY. Sort of. <laughs> DIY burgers for DIY people. <laughs> ribbit, ribbit. Climax. Climax. <laughs> <laughs> You're not so far off. You really aren't. <laughs> Are you trying to use their album as a bookmark in my book? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking telling. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all those hours painting that picture and it's coming to <laughs> <laughs> all His that, actual all blood. Time, blood, sweat, tears, and money making that. Literal blood. 
come to this. You can listen to this episode and all of our past episodes at diningroomradio.net. You can find them on Stitcher, iTunes, iOS Podcast app, Podbean, and other places. True. We have under two minutes to stop the recording in order to not lose yeah. it. Come check us out June 4th, uh, Warren American Legion for our 100th episode. Check out Johnny Rock and Friends for the record at johnnyrockrecord.com. Check out Tiffany Harned Photography at tiffanyharned.com. And guys, this Friday at, at uh, Roxy Dukes. Yeah. Roxy Dukes. You guys, good luck with everything. Come on back, whatever the f*** you want. Thanks Thank for having man. us. It's been a right. Thank you. It's been real. And um, that's it. I'm Joe right. Galupo. Uh, Jason Wallace. Uh, we're going to close it out with Iron Sheik with a song called Bogus Journey. They'll be playing uh, Summer um, Summer Stage at Stone, Stone Pony. Woo! Asbury Park, New Jersey. Kick June it. 11th. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>